Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Sam Pang and Tony Martin. And this week, the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by our good friend, Hughes. 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 Do you know Hughes? I do know Hughes. David Hughes. Dave Hughes, the great Australian stand-up. He is absolutely red hot at the moment. I've seen him a lot around the clubs at the moment. There is mm-hmm. no one better than him at the moment at stand-up, Tommy. Believe you me. And he's dropping in at the top of the little dum-dum club to let you know to come and see his new show, Trending. It's on at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. That's right. It starts uh, March 31, ends April the 24th. Half of it, if you want to come in, is a little venue I know very well called the European Beer Cafe. That, yep. Uh, you know what, if you come and see him for the first half of the festival, you might just see me stamping your little wrist. Oh, what a bonus if Hughes doesn't get you over the line. I know. If one of the most famous men in the country <laughs> can't entice you in, yes. maybe Dave Hughes will. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yes, I mean, I feel like we've subconsciously been doing ads for this show for the last six yes. months. We talk about Hughes a lot on the show. Yep. Um, uh, I love to do my little impression of him from time to time, but we we, we love Husey yes. genuinely. We you know we make a lot of fun on here, but we both think he's one of the best. He's so fun Absolutely. to watch. If you've never seen him live, um, make this the year. Treat yourself. This is a guy that you know what uh, this is. A, this is the biggest compliment I reckon I could pay him. Is this is a guy where I reckon when people have brought him up before to me and I've gone you know what whatever you say about him positive or negative what you need to see is see him live because yep. if you have any sort of negative connotation of him if you do if you see him live you you cannot deny him yeah absolutely if you're in the room with him and he's doing stand up it's like you you walk out and you go yep Nah, he's real good. Well, I was just telling you uh, before we recorded that he did a spot at Nick Kappa's cancer fundraiser on the weekend, yep. and he opened by going, good on you all for being here, good on Nick Kappa, a great comedian, and most importantly, good on me for doing this. <laughs> That's fucking funny. That's funny. That's undeniably That's good shit, funny. and I don't feel bad... Doing someone else's material on yep. the podcast. I mean, look, I hope that's not in his show. <laughs> I hope I haven't burnt. I hope that's he's not just making Kappa come down every night and sit side of stage. That'll be on the gala. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go check out Husey. Uh, also, very, we just looked him up, very moderately priced. Really is. This is some, some shows are quite expensive in the comedy festival. For, for uh, you know, maybe the best comedian in the country. This is a pretty good price. Espe- yeah, good. And especially for a man that has about eight mortgages at the moment. Yes. Even cheaper. Yes. Um, so, yeah, go check out Husey. He's on for the entire month of the Comedy Festival. Tickets in are Melbourne. At, in Melbourne, of course. Tickets are at comedy.com.au. Uh, we need to get on with the episode. We will talk to you more at the end in Talking Dumb Dumb. But until then, enjoy this fun new episode with Tony Martin and Sam Payne. <laughs> Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Daslow. Joining me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Hello, dickhead. Joining us today, two very special guests. Please welcome back onto the show, Tony Martin and Sam Payne. Oh, yes. yes. Wonderful to be here. It's, uh, it's great to have two people there. It's always an extra <laughs> thrill to have two people on that I was a fan of before I got into comedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Both of you. Now, when I was today? like... When I was... <laughs> when I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, like 16, 17, I used to not not be invited to parties. I could stay home and watch right. The Late Show. Gotcha. Or, yes. and, and then when I was uh, 
desperately depressed going to my day job at age 27, going over the, over the Westgate Bridge to Port Melbourne to work in a, in a book publishing factory. I was listening to you on, on Triple R on the way This ASM. is news to me, isn't it? You've yeah. never told me that. No. Don't reveal too much about yourself. Right, that's sorry. my tip that's, for podcasts. I'm an open book. I'm an open book. I'm well, that, well, that's where... Payne doesn't talk about his personal life. He doesn't want it out there that he used to work on Triple R. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the Daily I, Mail's going to no, pick this he up. He doesn't want people to know I, I was somehow inspired by him. <laughs> I didn't know that. That is, that is, yeah, that is, yeah. there it is. and also Triple R is where we met. Right? That's right. Doing uh, when you were doing the breakfasters, and mm. I had already heard Sam on the show doing something that still makes me laugh to this day, which is playing excerpts from uh, Burt Reynolds' audio book of his autobiography. <laughs> My and life, then, uh, right. dissecting them. That was right. one did of you the hear best that on the way? Did you hear that on the bridge? I don't remember that. No, seven forty-five on a right. Thursday it's appointment radio. I think it was called. Is, it, <laughs> is that a stressful mine of content though? Because it's like you know those podcasts that are devoted to like reading through Mariah Carey's autobiography and stuff. I always think like if it gets really popular. You'd just be stressing, looking at the yeah. looking at the book, going like, "We're running out of pages yeah. here. Yeah, I, millions I, of I, downloads. What are we going to do when we finish <laughs> reading this book?" I've never listened to that podcast. My dad wrote a porno, but how many pornos did you write? <laughs> exactly. Like, Surely that's a finite wealth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's prolific. It's like Jeffrey Archer. Did, yeah. Did he did he do that Electric Blue series in the eighties? <laughs> oh, right. wow. see in the video shop. Dad, right. Sam, are you old enough to remember Electric Blue? Yeah. A Not- series of VHS cassettes that were in a special room at the back of the video yep. library. Yeah. And, and they uh, went up to number 40 or 50 or whatever, but... It was soft core. Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, was, yeah, Electri- was that the name of the movie, Electric Blue? And yeah, it was the Electric Blue... Se- it was like a magazine yeah. in VHS yes. form. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An anthology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then there was another one was called... A, the, the, the Mad Magazine of Porn. <laughs> yeah. And there was Red Shoe... <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries, was that something? Oh, yeah, or was that a yeah, TV yeah. show? That was a TV show, yeah. Jeez, yeah, that's yeah. a big miss from me. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I, I you, wish I knew you it. You must have, you must have been up the back of a video shop and seen the Electric Blue series at some stage. I really, I really didn't. When I was in a video store, it was to, you know, it was to, it was to grab one of the overnights because there was. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> imagine describing what a video store was. There, there was only, there was only five copies of Die Hard, and yeah, you had yeah, to try yeah. to get in and get one of them. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, you had to. I remember go on the waiting list. Yeah, wait for yeah, them to the call you list. up and go. Yeah. Come in. And the yeah. video, the, I think the videos, like the new releases, are the way that. Pizza Hut worked like 25 years ago as well. The prices have never gone up since then. They peaked 25 years ago. Like the new releases were $7. You get a a large pizza for $7 back then. (laughs) Hasn't changed. (laughs) Hasn't changed since then. I don't know what happened with those two industries. Weeklies, five for ten. Yeah, and yeah classic. Thought, and you'd see a film you want, but the card, remember, they would, they would slip a card yeah. into... Oh, yeah. You, you wouldn't get the colour copy of the, the cover on top. You'd get the black and white one oh, behind. Oh, yes. Yep, yep. So you'd see some fool go up to the shop and go, here you go, Smokey and the Bandit 4 right here, guys. And it's like, no, no, no. Wow. You've got the photocopied yeah. version. That means it's out, you idiot. I hated that. I want, I want more <laughs> visual cues as I'm walking up to the shelf. Right. You know, like the ones where you're like, oh, yeah, there's heaps of copies here. I'm, I'm then, still uh, imagining Smokey and the Bandit 4. I don't think they ever got to 4, did they? <laughs> it's a big miss. Wasn't there didn't. 3? Wasn't Smokey and the Bandit 3 didn't have the Bandit? <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was oh, one of them where oh. the bandit wasn't in it. Bandit that's, out. Bandit that's like, out. That's like what is it? The last, the last um, Bruce Lee video, uh, video movie. Last Bruce Lee movie where they had about ten minutes of footage. Yet the movie goes for ninety minutes mm. because they splice in old bits of old movies he's done. Oh, but there yes. is a very, very impressive scene where they, where a guy talks to Jackie Chan, uh, Bruce Lee from the back. Yes. And then you see the back of his head, and then at some stage you sort of pan, <laughs> and he's looking in a mirror. 
Bruce Lee's no. looking in a mirror. Okay. Right. And then there is a photocopy of Bruce Lee's face stuck <laughs> onto the mirror. Oh, no. It's, stuck on, it's a piece of paper stuck on the mirror and you're supposed to think that's his reflection. Oh. It must be. It's amazing. No. Like, if oh you're God, making a that. film now with all the tech they have, you must just be like, you, like once you get 50% of the way through, you must just be like, honestly... Doesn't really matter if any of these guys dies on set, because <laughs> yeah. with deep fake stuff, yeah. we could just we could just bang this out in a day. Absolutely. But back then, it would have been like, can we do this? Like yeah. the photocopy, yeah. someone would have been. Has anyone got a Xerox in here? Right. Like, can we even finish <laughs> this? Someone movie? would have been heralded as a genius on set. They must yeah. have been scratching their heads, and someone goes, "This this new tech called the photocopier. What about we give Man, that a go? Honestly, no one's going to know the difference. Out of out of all the Bruce Lee videos and, and movies and whatever, the most impressive trick is getting away with that photocopy face. Oh, totally. <laughs> It's yeah. definitely worth a look if you I really have to see that now yeah. because if you think about yeah, like you said to me how far it's come. I rem- like I watched the book of Boba Fett recently. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like young Luke's Mark Hamill is in that, yes. you know, but with you know CGI, well, yeah. whatever it is, deep yeah. fake what. And it looks um, it looks pretty good. Oh, they make him look 20 or something, do they? Yeah, they look him it's young. He's oh. he's a he's you know, I don't know where it, I can't remember where it is in, in what where it is in the timeline, but it's young Luke. Right. And it just looks like Mark Hamill. Well, it is Mark Hamill. Well, yeah. I don't know how that Well, like the uh, Anthony Bourdain doco, where they've used an AI to get him to do the voiceover for it, even though he's dead. So they've used existing really? audio of him and then bits that they didn't have. They've fed his voice into a computer program oh. that's filled in the gaps. Right. And people were really off it. But it's like it's not like they're having him go, I support ISIS or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Like It's just... He's just going like that was a delicious. Des- it's something he's written. You know, it's like so something it's, he already thought. It's like one of those those uh, num- one of those calls you get now. They're just right. like the automatic voices <laughs> that you owe money to Amazon or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Except it's him. What did they get Bourdain doing that? Right. <laughs> but if you think about how far it's come, Tone, because yes. like you know, you remember you remember in Gladiator how Oliver Re- right. Oliver Reed passed away during that uh, yeah. movie. Yeah, he and actually his-, his last words were said on the ground in a bar. When he asked someone to pass a drink down to him while he was lying <laughs> flat on the ground, those were his last words. Yeah, well, his his last scene in that movie is him get spoiler alert, is him getting killed. Yes. But it's just from behind. And isn't there just some like dodgy bars in front of him? Or yeah, there's something in front. That's of right. Him, there's a scene where they've got stabbed. other footage of him, and and it looks like he's talking through some bars to Russell Crowe, but there's just green screen bars right. in front. <laughs> and then they reckon that it cost, wasn't it, like three and a half million dollars to do that? You. Going, that is the most expensive night on the piss ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like there's stuff, you know, that's like a film that's got heaps of like goofs on IMDb. Yes. It's like, oh, you can see someone wearing a wristwatch in one scene and it's like they're covering up a guy who's died mid-production. Like I think they've got bigger fish to fry than just taking the Cassie off the wrist. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, well, look, you've revealed a lot about yourself already, Sam. Payne. Can I go? This is, this is mm. you. We've been talking about this before you got here. There, there is. What are we talking you're, you're about? You're you're a mystery. You're Tony was saying people ask him about you about like what's the what is Sam Pang really like? You can't really find out much about you when you you do a bit of googling and stuff. There's what websites you, devoted to mm. what it, what is what there's, is going look, on with Sam Pang. There is not. There's not even that much info on this website that I'll show you here. Sam Pang facts for kids. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <a real> wow. <laughs> 
Sam Bank facts for kids. Let's hear some. Yeah. So no pornographic facts are going to be in this. <laughs> no, They're no, all no. left out. No, this is this is more just like the veggies he doesn't want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite dinosaur. <laughs> right. But you are it. correct. I just got back from Tasmania and constantly asked about Sam. What is the story with Sam? There's yeah. no story. At is the it airport? Like... Any food in your bag? Yeah. And what's going on with Sam Bank? Is it because <laughs> do you have, do you have, 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 you got, have you got anything to declare about Sam Bank? <laughs> forget the he... raw chicken. The raw chicken we're going to let through. <laughs> but what about? Is, are you on Wikipedia? Have you got a Wikipedia page? Oh. I believe so. I mean, you've gone straight to facts for kids. Would you (laughs) start with the Wikipedia? Surely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do like this. What I what I found out about you is that that there's no official um, statement on what your wife's name is, which is great because you share that with with me on the show. I don't say what my wife's name is. I call her. We call her. Don't say your name on this show. So. I, I, I feel a kinship with you over that at the very least. You, you, we're, we're, we're two peas in a pod, keeping our families mysterious. I don't, I don't say my daughter's name either. We call her Blanket, after the great yes. nickname of Michael Jackson's <laughs> child. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I've mentioned my daughter's name on... This is the other thing, Tom. It's weird to say that, that, that you're private or mysterious, considering there's breakfast radio every day. Yes. And, and at some stages during this year, there'll be... You know, front bar and have you been paying attention? Where I'm on, you know, two shows. You know, well, I'm not. You know, I'm not. What is it, JD Salinger? Do you know what I mean? I'm just not, I'm, I'm, no. I think I'm out there. To, I think I'm out there enough. He was on. I think he was on Gold Breakfast with, with Dicko for a while. JD Salinger. I think it's. I think it sticks out in the world of breakfast radio because most people at breakfast radio they're out there. They're like. Ah, me missus was on the toilet the other day and she's bloody yelling this. But but that is a good point, Tony. That that is a good name for breakfast radio, JD. Like, he he surely, he could have been on. JD and the the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) The chicken. Is the chicken available? (laughs) There's so many. I've discovered, I think there's about three chickens on radio around Australia because I often mention how I went on K-Rock one time and I was on hold on the phone and while I was on hold it was just... uh, uh, yeah, listening to uh, Barry and the Chicken, and then the producer kept coming on, going, "Can you um, not mention the chicken because uh, we're having ne- contract renegotiation trouble at the moment?" And then you, you go to the the How show, many and it's did he want? Barry and the Chicken, and then it's and then the guy on air goes, "Yeah, maybe let's can we lose the chicken from yeah. that sounder until it's that was, been right. sorted that was, out?" I think that was the guy from he went on Big Brother. I think eventually. I think it might so have maybe been. That was oh, that's right, because they kept saying. Um, don't call him chicken, it's the chicken. Yeah, right. <laughs> there was some kind of dispute right. about whether there was... It's like the Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. big rebrand. I, like, I yeah. like the chicken playing hard to get in negotiations. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's not really sure. Yeah, well, chickens can't back down, I don't think, can they? They can't, they can't walk backwards, Mate. so... Yeah, can't back, the, can't back. Down. I don't think he's a real chicken. I right. Oh right, okay, okay. Just right. in the boardroom with management now, now Mr. Chicken. Uh, yeah. I'll stop you there. It's the chicken, yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is this is the level of yeah. respect hang that on. I'm uh, lobbying for in my new. Well, hang on. Uh, before we make any big statements, I'm just looking up the chicken facts for kids. And, um, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, no, there's not much there. Um, I didn't I do, know about that website though. That was well, my facts for kids. Yeah, so facts for kids. But like, uh, uh, so I'm, but they're, they're all all the Sampang sites share about the same four or five facts. Like, there's 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 not much they could turn into kid facts. They're all adults. They must the all get facts. together. They must all have like a, an an arrangement. If one of us finds out something about paying, yeah, we got to we got to all share it around yeah. amongst all the sites. They're all they're all kid friendly facts. Yeah, and I would have thought that there's nothing to know that that there's. Well, I there's know no that mystery. you. I'm really look. I'm on here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and look what you've exposed so far. You watched Star Wars the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up something last episode that I haven't seen on any of these sites. Oh, what's that? That your sister listens to the Little Dum Dum Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, and that's a Sam Pang fact that's appropriate for kids. And hates it when I come on this show. <laughs> I hates it. Because you're, you're, no, you're no good on that show. What, you, have you that, done, what are you doing wrong on the Dum Dum Club? I don't reveal enough. It's a, it's a, <laughs> well, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got to get in the muck, baby. Look, this... Look, <laughs> she hates it. She won't listen to this. She probably won't listen to this. <laughs> The only one she she's, she hasn't listened to three episodes out of you know out Here's of your an thousands. Example of how, how close you play your cards uh, to your chest. Oh, what I love this this is on this is on uh, who.com.au slash is Sam Pang married? So if you want to look oh, that up, the World Health Organization. Yeah, yeah. Out of their jurisdiction, you would have thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of vaccine info, but there's a little bit of Sam Pang stuff on here. So it says here. What I love is is this. This is this is all they can get out of you. They've got this this sentence here. In an interview with the Sydney Morning Herald in 2012, Pang revealed that the day his daughter was born was one of the happiest days of his life. Now, when you look up that interview with the Sydney Morning Herald, this is your actual statement. Question to Sam Pang, when were you at your happiest? Answer, November 2, 2010. The day it was announced that the Larry Sanders show was to be released <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> When it was first oh, screened, wow. when it was first screened in Australia in the early nineties, Channel Ten played it out of sequence, which was very annoying for fans. For years, there seemed like to be there seemed to be some doubt as to whether it would be ever released on DVD. Eventually, sanity prevailed, but if it hadn't, I would never have forgot, forgiven Channel Ten for their shabby treatment of the show. Full stop. The day my daughter was born was pretty good too. So oh, that's great. They've got that out of that. That's but see, I have to say, I'm agreeing. With, that would probably be my third greatest day the, when the Sanders box set came out. It was, a, it was an amazing day. It was it's an amazing. To hear you gushing about your daughter Larry like that, <laughs> <laughs> and her sister Hank. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you know, I I, they've got that chunk out of there, and they've just picked, they've cherry picked that bit. So also, so that was in 2012, wasn't it? Yes. See, what you should know too is that at the time, I did not have a daughter. Oh, that was a, really? That was a, there's, here's, right. there's one. I was a pure... So I could have said son or daughter. Great. Oh, so I that got, was a gag? Yeah, yeah, right at the end. Right. Oh, P.S. Oh. You know, the, the day my kid was born was a yeah, good day yeah. as well. Right. But the first bit was obviously sincere. Okay. You know, right. I mean, the, so yeah. the bit about the Larry Sanders show oh, was, it was a, great was a big guys, day. Fantastic guys. extras. What we found out here is that Sam Pang's daughter is under 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't exist in 2012. <laughs> there, there we are. We're narrowing. We're coming for you, Sam. I don't think there We're is a daughter. We're narrowing down. I'm a truther. I don't think he has a kid at all. When are you getting us started on the Larry Sanders show? I don't think you've even got season two of the Larry Sanders show. That's going to be a hard one to explain. She's currently, we're, going, we're working our way through the Dean Martin roasts. Oh my God. Because I've always thought there's nothing cooler in primary school than having an appreciation of old Vegas. Right. It gets you in the, it, you know, it's like... Do, doing some Rickles material at yeah, playtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, having a good gag. When, you, when you're like eight years old, having a good gag about the Bellagio. That's it. That'll get you in good stead. We're, we're the day kids inside and we're replacing uh, PE yeah. with a recreation of the Friars Club. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. I would love that. Anyway, I'm glad you. Went, I'm glad that you went back and found that. You really. This is like an episode of a strange story, really. Yeah, the way yeah. you've really gone. But that 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 first bit about the Larry Sanders show was like, man, that was. I was sincere. Right. Never been more passionate. Right. So I remember watching the Larry Sanders show on Channel Ten. Like, yes. I haven't told you this before, have I? Don't think so. I've told you nothing oh, before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exclusive. You it didn't used to be your on. Surname until you know, the third time you're these, on. <laughs> they grab these shows and they play two episodes in one hour, oh, and then they cut the credits off so that it looked like it was one yes. continuous uh, right. episode. I do remember Channel 10's terrible treatment of things like Larry Sanders' Dream On. 
as oh, well. Wow. Even Herman's head. I think that was maybe... <laughs> <laughs> they played it all out of sequence. Punky it? Brewster never no. got a fair shake. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they'd put it on all on at weird times, 11.15 one week and yes. this is, the next. But, Carl, this is the definitive example of that. Like Tone said, they'd try to make you think it was one app. But yeah. I knew it wasn't. Right. There was two things. And then they would grab it. Channel 10 would play the episodes depending on what was kind of hot at the time. So I remember there was a, a, a double episode they played where uh, the first episode... Larry was dating Sharon Stone because yes. Basic Instinct was out and she was big. Yes. And then in the second episode, there was an ep- the, the Larry Sanders had Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson? Yeah, 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 from LA Law. Yeah, because L- Channel 10 was showing LA Law. Right. And you're going, Larry's got different wives in this. You couldn't in these follow two it, episodes. Right? It was it was, very that's great. They're treating it like it is a real talk show, like they're on the junket yeah. for a thing yeah. that's just yeah. on yeah. Channel 10. It was so annoying. That but was, I that remember was very uh, when uh, Channel 9 showed the first series of The Sopranos, they cut all of the violence out of it. So if you remember, for the first, if you watch The Sopranos not knowing what it is, for the first 20 minutes he says he's in waste disposal yeah, mm. yeah. and then there's just a bit where he gets into a road rage and just beats the shit out of this guy they cut that out so <laughs> by the end of the first hour I thought he was in waste disposal <laughs> garbage man yeah getting, no... to the, getting to the big series finale and then the, yes. the cut to black and just being like fucking yeah. channel 9 they've done it again <laughs> <laughs> did they take the bins out or not <laughs> it's very confusing so, but how, when you back in the day when, when the networks are doing this when they're like cutting you know shows down yeah. are you yeah, are you aware? Are you are you sensing as a young man that something's up? Because yes. this is what I'm fascinated with: is like, how does this get found out in an age without the internet and without that information? I was. Out there? I'd, I'd read. I'd read. I'd read old school newspaper articles. Yes. Up, and the whatever the showbiz um, magazines were at the time. It was obviously watching it though, Tommy. You could see like. Larry's got a different wife to 20 minutes <laughs> right, right. later. Yeah, and you yeah. find out later, that, that's one, that yeah. was one episode from season two, one from season four. You're checking right. the Roman My numerals God. on the copyright thing at the end of the episode. No, I, well, I that might have been a way to look at it too, like yeah. when, you know, right at the end. Oh, well, when yeah. was the series? Well, 993, had, 996. That's right. We had it because, um, that's right, the D-Generation group, we were obsessed with the Letterman show yes. that you couldn't get here. Yep. And we always thought, how could you get... Like, wouldn't it be great if we could just pay some kid in California to video it for us and send it over? And so Michael Hirsch, who produces, now runs Working Dog, he went to see a live taping of Saturday Night Live and he was sitting in the audience and there was a kid sitting next to him who for some reason thought Hirsch worked on the show and this kid had written these sketches and said, can you get these to Lorne Michaels? And Hirsch goes, look, I don't work on the show, but can I just ask you, if we, I'm from Australia, if we, and we ended up paying this kid, it was like, wow. It was like we all we it was like a subscription service. We all paid fifteen dollars a month. Great. Went over to this kid, and then this huge box of VHSs would arrive. With he would tape every episode of Letterman, every Saturday Night Live, and the Larry Sanders Show, which was just starting. You start. You had the nineteen ninety one Netflix. This is how it worked. And then I became friends with Alan Davis, who's you know on QI now, and he heard via Colin Lane that I had VHSs. 
of the Larry Sanders show. So I would then dub those tapes, send them to England. (laughs) Alan Davis would get them. He would make multiple copies of those tapes for all his friends. This is what life was like before YouTube. This is like Pam and Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about that is you get the tapes and you go, fantastic. But just knowing what era this is, you then all in at the DJ and you then have to go tenths in buying an NTSC VHS player. They had to be transferred. You're correct. They had to be. Where Where are the Letterman? Videos now. Do I think they're all in Michael Hirsch's basement, along with yeah. his full set of "Hey Hey It's Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> he got a full set. Michael Hirsch, and I'm, I hope he doesn't mind me revealing this. He was the person who started the campaign to get "Hey Hey It's Saturday" moved from a morning show to an evening really? show. Oh wow! Because was the, a campaign. Because I might have this wrong, but was there some? Because it was. I was still living in New Zealand when this happened, but it was a morning kids yes. show. I used to watch it. Yeah. And then was it going to be axed or something? I don't. I, I look. Remember. I wasn't too knee deep in the uh, rankings. <laughs> hey hey, yeah. law. Yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah. move from morning to night, and because it, it, originally it was called Hey Hey It's Saturday Night. Yes, that's yeah. a little while. And there were, but there and was a campaign. The there was a public campaign to have it become a nighttime show, and that was spearheaded <laughs> by Michael Hirsch. And when we first started working with him, we went to his house, and he had a room that was just <laughs> wall-to-wall VHSs of Hey Hey It's Saturday. Wow. A campaign is like a really strong way of describing it. It's like, yes. what an easier time. There's no vaccines. Yeah. There's no like. There's nothing for people to really get worked up about other than just. But this show is on at the wrong time of day. Yeah. Yeah, Dictator Dan needs to yeah. put Hey Hey Saturday on at night. But also, it's like it's like not like bring it back or anything like. Like it's move still it. on just move, move it. it. It's like yeah. It's like I'm obviously out on the piss on a Friday night. Right. Put it on when I can watch it when I'm not hungover. That's clearly what this campaign's yeah. about. People isn't it? protesting this podcast, release it on Fridays <laughs> yeah. instead of Wednesdays. Yeah. It's a better day of the yeah. week. I've got to remember that next with with Michael Hirsch because he's the producer the boss of having paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. every now and then people um they they complain that we're not on at eight thirty. Now we're at right. eight thirty seven. I go, mate, <laughs> you, you can't get us going. on. You can't move us seven minutes. You got a show moved a whole twelve hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was him. He was mad for it. Yeah. Well, also, um, you know, good to know for any any comedians, striving comedians out there who are trying to get on. Have you been paying attention? Uh, maybe just uh, maybe just get in there with a bit of um, uh, bribe him with a bit of uh, Ricky May footage or something from <laughs> right, back in the something day. To add or... to the collection, yeah, the VHS to chuck. We've never seen ep- before Wilbur Wild solos or yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Find out an episode that, that Michael doesn't have, and then you could yeah. just say, "Hey, mate, you want this?" Yeah. You know where I reckon the information came from back in that day to go back to uh, the uh, the the cutting down of the Larry Sanders show. I remember when I was a kid, it would always be. There'd always be someone who'd written into the Green Guide who'd recently been in <laughs> yes. America and would just have like the scuttlebutt of like, uh, yeah. I ah, think I actually guess what uh, I saw over there. I actually wrote several letters to the Green Guide about <laughs> the cutting of the Larry Sanders I show. Bet. But did I was you? doing it, but I did. I think I had three or four published because I was comparing them to the VHSs that this kid was sending over. Oh, right. Because it was that thing where. It's like a half-hour show without ads, but to get it into half an hour on Channel 10, they have to cut mm-hmm. about seven minutes out to fit the right. ads in. Right. So you're so going the, screen by... you yeah. Two screens set up it next was, to each other, was, the Channel 10 broadcast, yeah. and then this VHS from America. There was a lot less to do in the 90s. I wonder how they're verifying those letters in the green guide. <laughs> like, you could just write in anything, and it's like, I, I guess I'll take your word for it. Because yeah. I, I remember when The Simpsons did Who Shot Mr. Burns... Yeah, right. And obviously this is like, it, you know, it's on nine months later here. Someone wrote into the Green Guide 
and um, was like, hey, I was just in America and here's who shot Mr. Burns and just like gave it away. And it was like letter of the week and it took up like half a page and they had like a picture and everything. So it was like unavoidable. No Mm. spoiler alert. Literally just turned the page and it's like, oh, well, I can't wait for that to air in three months' time and hopefully have forgotten this... Bastard of a little I, 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 I do remember, like that. You, you know, that was right on, on the verge of like the internet coming in. When remember when the Simpsons um, was over here and we had like four seasons, maybe, and it was like you know four great seasons. But then there was maybe two years where we didn't get a new season, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, we've all watched those four seasons like twenty five times. We cannot <laughs> wait." For we this. all know the monorail yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, it's all like that. <laughs> I, and it felt maybe maybe it wasn't two years. It felt like so long. And then I remember someone coming from America and going, "Oh my god, I saw the next season. It was amazing. <laughs> this is what happened. Homer turns into this thing, and then he goes um, into space. Goes into you know all yeah. these crazy things happen. I'm like, oh my god, they've really like amped up the Simpsons. And when it finally came over, that was just the Halloween episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. That, that wasn't like the episodes canon. are short. They're like, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's now they cram three of them. Yeah, Marge got eight slot. by an alien. Yeah, yeah, that was it's a lot more on. octopuses yeah. in it. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember who shot Mr. Burns? Was it a child or something? Was it, it the baby? Was spoilers? It was the yeah. spoilers. The child. Yeah, Maggie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgotten that I'm old enough to remember what that's a piss take of, which yes. was who shot JR yeah. on uh, was Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah, I never watched Dallas. Yeah. Well, the whole thing references that, thing. right? I've just revealed note. I don't watch Dallas Make either, by the way. So there you go. <laughs> well, what about, well, what about this? It's not really a fact for kids. They wouldn't know what yeah, Dallas yeah, is. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a fact for boomers. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make that new URL. We need to get a scoop for the actual Facts for Kids website. We yeah. need like right. your favourite dinosaur or yeah. your favourite colour. Favourite ice cream. Yeah. What about that? Yuckiest food. Yuckiest yeah. vegetable. Give um, us something, Payne. Meanest parent. <laughs> Favourite member Both. of the Rat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I recently read Joey Bishop's book. Oh, my God. Is go. that as good as I've been hearing? It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an absolute it, monster. It, it should just be called Revisionist History. <laughs> if, you read, if you read Joey Bishop's book about his time at the Rat Pack, yeah. It was like Frank was carrying his bags. You know what I mean? Wow. Like it's uh, it's completely yeah. changed. What they got? Last week's episode, I was worrying that we were losing the twenty uh, year old demographic <laughs> because Dave O'Neill kept talking about the angels. Well, they're they're absolutely gone now. Joey Bishop. Well, Jesus I have. Christ. I tell you what. I have. You, you talk. I'm the same as you, by the way. So I was used to listen and watch this man. Yep. And so you, I have you to thank for any time. I even start doubting whether what I'm talking about is is relevant or interesting. Yes. You once said to me, right, right? You once said to me, said if whoever's listening or watching, you probably like the show or you, and so if they don't know what you're talking about, hopefully you make it interesting enough that they will either be interested enough uh, to keep watching and listening, well, well, or that, find yes. out a bit more themselves. Yeah. So that's why, like, exactly. if, you, if well, whoever's listening, magazine, I would have no idea who Spiro Agnew right. is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was because of constant meetings with pro- what were called program directors on radio, where they go, "What are you talking about, Stephen Sagal movies for? <laughs> Nobody watches that shit. You want to be talking? Everyone watches Gladiator. Talk about you know Gladiator more." And then you go, "Well, but if I'm driving along." I'm not just listening to things that I've heard. If I hear someone talking interestingly about something I haven't heard of, yeah. don't you lean forward and want yeah. to know more? Yeah. I remember being like 20 or so and getting really into Get This, and I think I would know about maybe like 5% of what you talked about, <laughs> but it was just 
great, interesting, funny. It was like being a little baby where it's just like, ah, oh, just the cadence of what's going on yeah, around me is kind of nice We weren't and expecting that everyone had watched every episode of Police 10-7 on the Crime <laughs> Investigation Network at 1.30 in the morning on Sunday on, a, yeah. on Foxtel, but it was kind of interesting to hear the clips. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same. going, no, more Big Brother clips. Yeah. I was the same as that, Tommy, but I remember Ed. Cavalry telling me that I would, you'd be no good at radio. You'd be no good in commercial radio. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, but he said it from a nice, he goes, I said, why not? He goes, the, you know that, you know, just yesterday I was given a list of things that I'm not allowed to mention. Oh, and and then and then I said, well, give me the first thing. And the first one is, you're not allowed to mention Marlon Brando. Right? Oh, wow. I go, wow, you're not allowed to mention Marlon Brando. They're going to love That's this right. Burt Reynolds stuff There's, that I've got coming. Yeah, That's yeah, right. no, like two, definitely there's a big rule of thumb in, Breakfast Radio, Fox FM, when they too many references of Last Tango in Paris. You know, that <laughs> the island of Doctor Moreau gets a run. <laughs> That's right. That was it. Was Judith Lucy who mentioned Marlon Brando and got a furious call from really? from one of the program directors going, "We've told you this before. Don't just mention people who are still alive. Yeah. Don't mention some some cat who died thirty years yeah. ago." And yeah, Judith's yeah. going, "That was me last week." <laughs> Come on, mate. No, no, no more Doc Neeson references on the fucking little Dum Dum Club. Who please. did you have O'Neill on with? Sorry, Tom. Who did you have O'Neill on with? Yeah, uh, ask your sister. <laughs> All, right. All right, fair enough. No, but, but, but I remember no, Judith no, no. Lucy. Speaking uh, of old school references, it was Chris Chris Franklin actually. Oh like wow, like, yeah. I just did a gig with him in Launce. He's a celebrity in Launceston now. Yeah. He's yeah. a beloved, yeah, He's lo- a local one figure. On the Aria charts many years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dave O'Neill regularly appears on um, our breakfast show, yes. and he. The last the, he did a gig recently where it was in the beer garden of a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yes, That's right. are you aware of that, Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and then Mexican I, restaurant? It was one in Geelong. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you know it. I do remember. I do remember because he, I, I I saw a picture he put up that was like on the front page of a, a, a local newspaper. <laughs> yeah. And it was him, him obviously like performing like maybe underneath a hill's hoist or something like that. And I and I remember remember thinking this can't be a good gig because I knew who the supporting act was. Yeah. And she was sitting in the front row. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Wow. That's clearly a photographer going, make this look better. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. and sit up the front. Well, the other one I heard was that he, he was asked to do seven minutes uh, at a night recently. Right. Or, or some day, whatever it was. Yeah. He said, yeah, you know, I can do seven minutes. And then he was doing, he was up there and he was in the middle of, you know, whatever he's doing. And then his alarm went off. Yep. And this was his, so his, his big out was... <laughs> Well, that's seven minutes. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah very workmanlike. I, I, yeah. Thought you were, I thought you were going to say that it was a text saying, you're meant to be at this other gig yes. in a yeah. tent in yeah. a forest somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was what, that was where he was going. Yeah. Well, I thought you were being a bit unfair uh, in the episode, whatever it was, two weeks ago now mm. when people are hearing this, um, yep. about Dave's references to the angels. And then the very next night I was walking home down Johnson Street. I had my headphones on. I walked past a pizza place. I was like, oh, I might get a little snack in here. And there was a group of like pretty young kids out the front. This is a Sunday night. Mm. And they're all like having beers and they're kind of like pointing at me. I take my headphones out and they're like, one of them's like, oh, Tommy Dasselo from the from the little Dum Dum Club. And, you know, obviously with like lockdowns and Corona and stuff, haven't had that thing of being really recognized in the street mm. because of the pod for quite a long time. So I'm mm. like, oh, hey. And sort of thinking like, yeah, these are cool young kids. Like they're into it. This mm. is great. And then, and then the kid goes, "My dad listens to your yep. show. Yep. Yep. Oh, Can I get a photo? He'll be yep. wrapped." Yep. I'm like, wow. oh, yeah. 
Like I said, wow. I got that a couple of weeks ago. It was oh. my uncle, so it was even one more removed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Uncles could at least be a little, yeah. little closer in age, but yeah. a dad, it's like I'm looking at him. I'm like, Fuck, it's like that's a fifty year old yeah. minimum. How, how have you gone, Tom? Because you know, when in early days, it would have been autographs, wouldn't it? Now it's photos, <laughs> yeah. autographs. Yeah, you would have well, I was just, as I say, in Tasmania on tour with. Uh, uh, Luke McGregor and Celia Pacola, and they are like royalty over there because right. of Rosehaven. Yep. And everywhere we go, people, so many people just wanted to get photographs of them. Right. And I'm going, well, and they would often ask me because they didn't know who I was, can you take the photo? Yeah. And then I go, are you going to be in the photo? And they'd be like, oh, no. Just, just get a photo of them. And I'm going, A, couldn't you have taken this right. photo yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and B, like, what? why would you want a photo of someone that you're not in? Like, yeah. couldn't you just get it off Google yeah. Images? A better yeah. one. Yeah, it's for bizarre. sure. It's yeah. really strange. Is that just people going like, I look like shit. I, I'm a yeah. big fan of these people. Yeah. I want a personal photo, but I don't want to... Every time I look at it, I'm going to be reminded maybe of like, they, my stupid face. Maybe they think right. they've got a, a real rule where it's like, are you from the mainland? No, then you can't be in the photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Hey, mates. It's Tommy and Carl from the Little Dum Dum Club. Ding dong. Sneaking in in the middle of the episode to do a little bit of plugging. A lot of you probably, you, get, you, hear, the, you hear the theme music wrapping up at the end. We're saying goodbye to the guests. And you're turning off your little podcast player because you're thinking, I'll be fucked if I'm going to sit through 45 minutes of ads for live shows. Yep. Well, guess what? We're tricking you this week. Yeah, you can't get away from us. So, uh, hey, just a little reminder because we're so, so, so close uh, to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. We're doing uh, a bunch of little things within that. Look, you know what we're doing. We're doing the 500 slash 600th episode. If you're listening to this hot off the press, it's this weekend. It's April the 2nd. It's at 2 p.m. There is uh, on the day... If you can't find tickets, we've basically sold out. But on the day, they release a few more tickets. Yep. And they are primo tickets. Yeah. So um, if you feel like you want to go and you want to bring a friend and you haven't been able to sit together with your friends or whatever, they're going to release some um, side-by-side tickets on April the 2nd on the day. So get into that. Um, it's going to be one hell of a show. Mo- most importantly, come to the show's... After that, go to the uh, April the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. There's still plenty of tickets available for those. They are on the Saturday afternoon. They're at 4.30 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. We've locked in all our guests. They are excellent guests. We always have a ripper of a time in yep. there, and we love it when it's chock-a-block, and it is not chock-a-block quite yet. So um, get on to that, and they're very reasonably priced tickets. They're 25 bucks. Yeah, get on it. LittleDumDumClub.com for tickets to that. Also, my solo show has started in Melbourne. TommyDasselow.com for tickets to that. All right, we are. We this is the last time. Well, no, you'll hear from us again in the episode, yep. and then after that, you'll hear from the talking dum dum boys. Mm. Um, but yeah, back into it. Oh, I wonder where I've. I wonder where I've put this in the episode. Yeah, enjoy. Back to these fuckheads. What about this? A little bit of personal info, a scoop here. I saw you this morning on the way here. I walked here, and I walked past you at your local gym. So, uh, look, I don't want a little bit of a scoop. It's in Richmond. Can I give that out? Can I give it? It's in Richmond. It's a bit late if I, if right. I didn't want you to well, give it out. There's, <laughs> well, there's possibly about 60 gyms in Richmond, so I feel like I'm not giving away too much. <laughs> yeah. I saw Carl walking down. Was it Bridge, is it Bridge Road? Uh, yeah, whoa, Bridge Road. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, hang whoa. On, hey, hang on. That's a bit of a scoop for uh, <laughs> 
Is that yeah, too much? Interesting uh, facts of Carl Chandler for kids now. So <laughs> well, I, I paid, paid him a compliment that he was looking. I thought he was looking fit. He goes, "Yeah, I've just had two uh, bacon and egg McMuffins." From <laughs> <Macca>. <laughs> two? Was it two? Yeah, I feel wow. two. I got two. One is never enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yes. Well, I did. We were. We, we are doing quite a bit of this today, so I thought I better fill up now. I don't want to be hungry in the middle of a podcast. I want to just be absolutely backed up for the I'd, rest of the day. <laughs> I like I feel without, awful without all that fuel. I'm attempting to work. Without all that fuel, I wouldn't have been able to conjure up the Ricky May reference about 10 yeah, minutes ago. Sure, so sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. You are, fuel. You are got sharp today. So, Ricky uh, May. I've got a Ricky May story. Ooh. I was once on a plane uh, that Ricky May was on and it's the only it's time well done. But it's the only time I've seen them do that thing where they have to remove the armrest oh. so that he can have two seats. Yeah, oh. right. Okay, yeah. They used to do that with Andre the Giant. <laughs> wow. He was that a makes giant. Sense. Yeah. He was a giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a giveaway in the name that they would have had to have done that. But I, so I walked all the way here and I sort of went down a little bit of memory lane because I went through where I used to live. So I reckon when we first met Tommy, yep. this might be where I used to live. Now, did you ever see the house that I lived in? I lived in a, well, when I first met my girlfriend, I lived in quite a nice house in Abbotsford and then I went to a nice apartment in Richmond and then I went back to a very, very, very bad apartment in Abbotsford. Yes, without you, you telling me the exact location, it was the third one yes, that I met you yeah, at. <laughs> yeah, it was next door to something that honestly could have been in Breaking Bad. There was a, like this abandoned, weird-looking haunted house that was definitely a meth lab to some degree. There, there was a, a little pin, little pinpricks of light used to come out in the middle of the night, and I'm like, that's when you guys are cooking. And I was living right next to it. There was three attempted break-ins while I was there. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there was I used to look out my window, and you could see people shooting up outside my window. And, uh, and I was very lucky that I met my girlfriend a bit before While that. While she was shooting she, up outside your no, window. No, <laughs> When she was entering the bedroom window from outside. Yep. No, yep. Um, she'd see me in two good houses. So she, it wasn't like the first impression I was leaving. Oh, yes. House. Yes, yes, you yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I, when I moved into my East Melbourne apartment, the place I lived in before here, yeah. I was like... This is this is good for any like potential like right. dates or anything that I go on or anyone I meet. Yes. I live in a nice house now. Yeah, well, I don't know. We don't know. We're saying that how we've done the, the show. Yes. And all the times we've done, we've never been to the same place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you two are fugitives. Like we keep on, on moving. This show, we like tend to both kind of like give away a little bit too much about yeah. our locations, and then it's like. The, f- the freaks are closing in on us. We've got to move to another but location. I do remember going to the, the place you just mentioned to do the podcast and you tried to impress me by uh, <laughs> name-dropping um, Nick Giannopoulos yeah. as being one of your neighbours. Yes, frequently came up on the show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, look, sidebar before I, I finish this story, but when we uh, would record at my house, you used to quite delight in sitting there and seeing what my wife's DVD collection was. It was was. fantastic. So I thought, and and because we're not there today, Right. um, uh, I thought... You've taken a photo? No, I've... I've, And because, well, DVDs, you know, she started to throw them all out. Oh, okay. You still get them at the supermarket, though. I always got the feeling that's where she was getting them because there was a lot of 27 dresses. Absolutely. A lot of... So I said to her, can you just send me a list of like what you're watching at the moment so I can tell Tony because you'll probably ask. That's good. Yeah. Is this the Netflix queue? Well, yeah. So she just sent me this. And just like that, Spencer, Morning Wars, Boeing, The Downfall, Million Dollar Listing, Bling Empire, Ozark, The Bureau. I said, no, 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 hang on a minute. Wow. This is the list that you want people to know. Can you tell me what you're actually <laughs> yeah, watching? Yeah, 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 that's you're good. Right. And that's then I good. get this. Beaches, The Holiday, Crazy in Love, Something's Got to Give, Book Club, Just Go With It. So there wow. we go. There's the real, wow. there's, wow. The, there's the $10 romantic. DVDs at Coles. Those this, are all supermarket DVDs. Yeah. Book Club. Yeah. And this is, this is interesting because timeline-wise... 
you've just been in um, Thailand yes. without your family for a week. Yes. And so she's just hitting the rom-coms while you're gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something, there's something a bit... Yeah. I don't know what that... That's a bit bleak, isn't it? Well, also, she's as I'm on the plane, she's watching Boeing the Downfall. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. It's fucking great. Yeah, right. Something's... Well, she's, she, she probably... She's pretending to watch it at the very least. My, my, actually, my girlfriend made me watch that with her the night before I was taking a flight. And oh. I was like... She's like, no, I really want to watch it. I'm like, I, I just... I don't know. And then we're like a quarter of the way through. I'm like, please, can we just... Right. Can we put on Spongebob or something? Yeah. Like, well, fucking hell. So, given that you're saying that, very weirdly, my wife's also sent me, for some reason, the list, the top 12 TV shows that my daughter is, has watched. So oh, here we go. This, okay. this helps you at all, Tony. Right. Mighty Little Beams, Fireman Sam, Barbie Adventures, Kong Sunni and Friends, Breadshot Barber, Rainbow Ruby... And, and any, any, have you seen any and of these? And Ozark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fireman Sam's back. Yeah. Oh, I yes. have no idea what any of those words yeah. you just no said bluey? are. No Bluey? No, not a fan of Bluey. Not a fan of Bluey? No, right. no. Jesus Christ. No, you know, more of a fan of, at number 10, Little Baby Bum. So I haven't, I haven't caught, I'm not a big binger Jesus of this. Christ. Of, a, of anything at the moment, but that's what she's watching. Coco Melon gets a good go as well. My okay, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. I often get people sending me things from Bluey because right. Bluey was the show from the 70s that yes. Barjas was ah, yes. dubbed over from. So someone did a cartoon of Barjas in the style of the cartoon Bluey. Right. And we put that on the Sizzletown Instagram and that is by far the most popular thing we've right. ever put up there in <laughs> right. Has anyone made years. a supercut where they've taken your voiceover stuff from Barjars and, and then, put it over Bluey the cartoon? I think somebody has done something like that. Somebody has made a Simpsons version of my Warren Perso sketch. Okay. I've often sent that. <laughs> Right. There's a lot of stoners <laughs> with a lot of technology. See, these are the kind of people that make it necessary to move house every day. <laughs> so, keep on the move. So, I was living in this, this terrible, terrible house uh, that kept being attempted to be broken into. Yep. Uh, and, and so, you went to that. You know that it was yep. a yep. dodgy area, dodgy house, whatever. So, when I, I think one of the first times I brought my girlfriend there, we there was a tiny little bad, bad cafe out the front. And we sat out the front of the, the cafe. And a guy walked by who very... Very suitable for the area. Right. I walked by and came up and said... And you were just being like, remember the, remember the house in Williamstown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this, yeah, it was yeah. so we'll nice, get, we'll wasn't it? We'll get back it? those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, doing this to save a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. So then this guy comes up and goes, oh, you got, you got, have you got $5? And my girlfriend, my wife at the, at the time, goes, oh, here you go. And like pulls out a person, gives, her, gives the guy 20 and goes, can you make change? And, she, and he's like, yeah, sure. And then gets it, gets on his bike and rides away. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Of oh, course he's going to no. do it. And, and I'm literally like just shaking my fist at him going, fucking come back. And he's like giving me the whole, see you, mate. I was like, hoping just, he was going to wow. pull out one of those little, you know, the, like the little coin holder things that taxi drivers have? Right. The like the big long thing that's yeah. just got all the different. Yeah, yeah no worries. Oh, yeah, I'd love one of them. Yeah, I used to have them That'd on there. Handy. Uh, Conductors used to have them. Caddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coin caddy. You know what I'm talking about? The big long metal thing when that kind of yeah. like yeah, spring loaded. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Bring she, them back. so she, anyway, she. Um, to this day, we, if she goes out by herself like at night or something, I'll be like, just beware of the wallet inspector tonight. Just yep. uh, watch yep. out for that one. Yeah. Don't don't be expecting any change in the in the in the dead of night tonight. But um, well, we got here's one we had on the weekend. We uh, had a, a. Am I allowed to say dwarf? Is that a technical term or is that an insult? I believe it's a technical term. Okay, so a man who was undoubtedly a dwarf came up to us in the street on the weekend 
and just he had a phone out and he told us a story about how he didn't have any money and he needed money to, to get on the tram to get home. Right. And we go, oh, well, how much do you need? And he says to the, me and my girlfriend, it's $8.90 a head. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted eight ninety from each of us. Apparently that was the cost of getting the tram. And oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. But all the time, all I was thinking is, can I get away with saying to him, are you a little short? Yes. <laughs> I just so wanted to say it. Yes. And, all, right. and even afterwards, I, was like, oh, I, should, have, I yeah. should have just said it. And then I saw him like about half an hour later just asking other people for $8. Why $8.90? Wow. Yeah. Payne's listening called- to this guy, and that's why you don't tell a personal story. It'll get you cancelled. Yeah. Use the wrong term. <laughs> I don't have trouble. these stories. I live in a gated community. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something. Here's something I don't, uh, that we can talk about that I, I'm not sure if we I can talk about. about anything. What is going <laughs> on? All right. What? Do you want me to talk about something here we go uh, yeah, if you want well I, I recently went to thailand do you want to talk about thailand sam pang no <laughs> hang on what's going on here there we go i think t- no oh well this, are you allowed this to talk is, about thailand yet this is that's it's public knowledge that um it's even on sam pang facts for kids this one uh, is it tommy well the show or tommy glass and i we got in trouble oh, when the yes. king of thailand passed away we didn't we aren't you banned from going there feels like I, I, I think it's nothing official but i'm not gonna i wouldn't right. be risking it you right. know what i mean like I, something's um, gonna come up at yeah, i don't want any control yeah so we the the king of thailand had passed away and of mm. course you know now i would say you know, a lot of us in were, peace. yeah yeah you rest said something in, and a lot of us were offended yeah. <laughs> Are you Thai? <laughs> Basically, isn't Ed Cavalier Thai? He's yes, Dad's Thai. He wouldn't tell. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he he brought that up, and we go tell us more. He said no. <laughs> just just because Ed goes over there uh, once a year for a couple of weeks doesn't make him Thai. No, let's not cast aspersions. I, I wouldn't. I would that. never. I've already done that, and I've got in trouble. So yeah, the, the King of Thailand passed away, and, and I think there were some jokes on the show, and then the the um. It's it's. Did you know that it's illegal to? You um, can't make a even after he's dead. Yeah, yeah well, especially after he's dead. Apparently, right. you're not allowed to make fun of the King of Thailand. No. It's, a, it's against the right. law, yeah. and so right. the Thai consulate or the Thai embassy they were furious, and then they wanted an apology, and which I think Channel Ten apologised, but the show didn't. If you know what I mean. So Tommy, but Tommy and I, and it was a very half-assed apology. It was one of those like alt-right apologies these days, where it was like, sorry if someone decided to be offended out there. Was that from Channel Ten? <laughs> yeah, it, right. it was one of those ones. Um, so are you, so you're not, you're still not cool with with Thailand, or you don't know? I don't. When, when you know, you, you, you weren't, you're not tempted to sort of do a Bangkok stopover on the way. No, anywhere. when I'm traveling, I'll, I'll when I'm traveling again, hopefully, I'll, I'll make sure there's no, you know, stopovers or anything because I, I just. Yeah, Do, yeah, can you go to... into a Thai restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> what happens there? Where was I on the weekend? I was in a, I was in Mildura and the local Thai restaurant. I can was imagine called... that being so scared of Thailand, you just go to Mildura. <laughs> That's where I hide out in Mildura on the weekends. It was, what was it? What was the pun? Thai rific. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be one uh, in Malvern called Bow Thai, yes. but it was B E A U. Yeah. So it's like a double pun, really. Okay, so that's yeah. a guy's name, or like a <laughs> oh, like Bo Bridges. Yeah, okay. The guy running that's it. maybe a triple pun. Yeah, my favourite one I've seen, which isn't even a pun, and just in a country town, the, the Asian restaurant is called Asian Chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah <all> remember, out. <laughs> not, wow. not a lot of creativity. <laughs> I remember on it there was a, an, there was an episode of Front Bar where uh, this uh, a Chinese. Footballer from the seventies and eighties called uh, Les Fong was on, mm-hmm. right? And I, and he was a he, he was a very good player. 
and uh, and I, we asked him on the show whether um you know of course back in that day there would have been you know it would have been a pretty you know tough era to play in I would have thought Les you know regarding you know maybe racial vilification yes. and stuff like that. Oh, no no it was all all great it was all fine back then everything was uh, no problems at all and my teammates were great and then I go oh yeah what was your nickname and he said chopsticks oh my god <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it yeah. no, your, your, your memories of it may not be yeah. <laughs> I mean foggy like it's not even catchy no. chopsticks no. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, harder yeah. it's harder to say it's yeah, longer yeah. I was yelling at chopsticks yes. like flanky, Mate, flanky. So, yeah, ta- there you go yeah, ta- so, is that fun facts for kids I'm banned from Thailand no 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 well it will be soon but um, no, so I just went there. Didn't see you, obviously, over there. How was it? It was it was very nice, thank you. Did a week over there. Um, that's why your wife's watching Something's Got a Gift. Is that, <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Is that something a week in Thailand <laughs> yeah. away from you is something maybe the yeah. thing? How to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> Were you there by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, met up with a couple of mates. Uh, but did a, did a... Got on the scooter, went around. Did a thing... Well, well, put it this way. I did something that made me... I, I've been to Thailand maybe 15 times, maybe a bit more. I... I've finally done something that makes me feel like I'm officially an Australian in Thailand. What What do you think that is? I've never been to Thailand, so... Well, um, you, you can still guess. Tone, what are you, any thoughts? Um, sex tourism? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, lived, yeah, after 15 you times, lived I decided... In there to <laughs> <laughs> what is all this chat about the sex tourism? I might get, I might get into it. No, I fell yeah, off he did that trip one. He's not finally getting yeah, around yeah. to it now. What did I you do? You went I to fell, cockfight. I fell off my scooter. Oh, okay. I, uh, like uh, that, did that horrible thing where badly I think Australians go to us to to Asia and think, oh, we can just do whatever we want here. Like, there's no rules over here, and like, because you can get a scooter without having a license or anything. You can just right. ride around. I'd, I'd never been on a motorbike before, like a couple of years ago, and they go, oh, there you go. They don't even check. Like, like this time was the first, the closest time to being to being checked. This time, I hired a scooter, and they go, they just looked at me the way I like took hold of the scooter. They just looked at me and went. Can you ride one of these? Wow. And I go, yeah. And then literally two seconds later, how do you start it again? It's been two years. <laughs> what, a, yeah. what a safety check, mate. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah. yeah, no. yeah. So I finally fell off a scooter and, and did myself a, 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 a bit of damage. Mm-hmm. Fell on my shoulder and, and it's still very, very tender. Um, but uh, so I've, I've, I've had that officially happen. So I feel like I'm well a, a proper tourist now. But... Uh, this is something else that happened. I talked a couple of weeks about it. Uh, I got stopped by police, which had never happened before. Now, I was riding around the island and... Uh, and I, Look, I was adhering to all the rules that you would do here. I was... Uh, I think this one day I'd gone and seen a sunset and I'd gone to another bar and I'd had probably three beers in about three or four hours, which I think that's that's okay. Like in Australia, right? That's all right. I'm not Any food? Much- uh, yeah, I think I had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tommy said he's responsible serving of alcohol <laughs> license yeah. yep. for a while. Never so. used it once, but certainly <laughs> went in for it. Yeah. You know, I would have thought that's a, more than fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, isn't it? So, but then I'd also been reading on like the forums about how uh, police are sort of been pu- pulling people up and making up rules and all this sort of stuff. And so, and a friend there had told me about how how he'd been stung by. You know, he should have gone to jail and then they sort of went, if you want to go to your ATM, maybe you can uh, fix the problem of being in jail and all this. So I'd heard all these like sort of weird and horror stories and whatever. So I'm riding around the bike. I'd probably had three beers in four hours, something like that. And then uh, for some weird reason, I decided to pull over by the side of the road just thinking, oh, I've got to go and find some restaurant at some point. So I've pulled over and I couldn't have timed it any worse. I pulled over 
directly in front of two policemen. Like, in like for no good reason. Could have pulled over anywhere and wouldn't have gone anywhere near any policeman. I've pulled over as close as I am to you right now. Directly, so much, so close, I pulled over right there where they just go, what are you doing? Yeah. And me going, oh shit. And I've, like, I've got the fear of God in me from hearing those stories and whatever. And mm-hmm. I pulled over right in front and they've got quite aggressive going, what are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm trying to find a restaurant. And meanwhile, I'm in a restaurant district where there are, 30 restaurants all around me. Yeah. 30 restaurants all around me. And I'm like, uh, trying to find a restaurant. And they're like, what do you mean? They're all around. And I'm going, ah, 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 I don't know. And then they go, okay, get off the bike. Come over here. And I'm like, fuck. What, you know, what's going to happen here? And they go, right, show us what's in your bag right now. I go, okay. And I'm like thinking, what, what's this all about? Like they're looking for, I guess... Like Little Dum Dum Club merchandise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, is, merchandise. what is in your bag, by the way? <laughs> No, not much actually. Why? Yeah. Why have you got a bar oh, riding down to the sunset? Better load up the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think maybe like a change of shorts, or maybe what? I, maybe I'd had a. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever okay, I so go out swimming. for dinner, I always take a spare yeah. pair of shorts. You've got, to be you've got the syndrome of being in the city too long, where it's just like the default. You leave the house, you need the backpack, yeah. and then you go away, and you can't get yourself out of the mentality of like. I don't need the backpack. Maybe, what am I doing? But also, when you're on the bag and if you go shopping, you know, you buy anything. Well, where do you put it then? Yeah, you can't hang on to it. Yeah, but yeah. then they're giving you a bag. Yeah, but where, where so you put what that? was in the bag? DVD of Failure to Launch with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go home empty-handed. <laughs> Five Rebel Wilson films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a launch. Yeah. That's a bad one. So they go through my bag, and, I, and at this point, like the impression I've made after five seconds is I must be on drugs or something. So they're going through the bag looking for drugs. So I'm like, okay. And I, of course, I'm shitting myself. So I'm like, yeah, go for it. I, I, I open every compartment. I don't... Sure. And then they go... Now show us what's in your wallet. I'm like, okay, sure, all right, and I I do that as well, and then they sort of go, okay, you're 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 okay, and then they go, just go to that restaurant over there, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, and I literally just go, oh man, this is my way out of jail. Great, all right, I'll, I'll just go to the, re- the police this, restaurant, the police recommended restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So I just like, I'm so keen, I just bolt for it. Go, yeah, great. Oh, that's exactly what I was looking for. Thank you very much, and take off. I get like 10 metres away to the restaurant and then I just hear them go, hey, screaming at me. And I turn around. I'm like, oh my God. They go, come here. I'm like, fuck. So I come back. I'm like, what's wrong? And they go, you've left your motorbike running. You've got your key in the, in the bike. Like the true act of someone who's completely under control and not, not suspicious I'd, at all. I'm probably not going to eat all that much. I'm thinking I'll be back pretty quickly. It's just an entree for me. Quick. Yeah. So I've done that and I'm thinking, oh, and they go, yeah, 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 it's all good. And I'm like, fuck, how have I gotten away with this? Like, this is like, at the very least, that's suspicious behavior I would have thought. So then the next day, um, I go to, the next day I've got like two days left, I think, of, of being over there. So I've got enough money for two days left. So I go to go to the currency exchange thing. And I've got, right, I've still got a $100 note, Australian note. I go to change it and then go, hang on a minute. I don't have that $100 note anymore. Where's that gone? And when I've when I've shown my wallet to the to the police, they just taken. There's they'd been Thai baht in there. There's been one hundred dollar note in there. They know their currency over there. This guy's taken the one hundred dollar note out of there, and it's gone. 
So then I ring my wife that night and explain what happened. And she goes, you just got wallet inspected. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So now she can use that yeah. on you for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. Now I'm one all with my wife. So. Jeez. Wow. So 100 baht though. What's that? Oh, 100 bucks. Oh, 100 bucks. They took the $100. There so was, oh, was one piece of Australian currency and the rest was baht. Right. Oh, $100. They've, they've left the baht and they've, they've, they've the lifted the Aussie. Yeah. Ah, oh, interesting. They've been a bit too snooty for their own currency. Okay. They just said, no, we know what that means. The $100. All right. Yeah. This is just a reverse engineered story to be like, I'm walking around with hundreds in my wallet. Someone's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even go to Thailand. <laughs> I had a million dollar note yeah, in there yeah. and I didn't even notice it was gone until a week later. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, the, the, the caviar over there was definitely pirated. It wasn't. A, I could tell. Yeah. So you, you're not even watching them that closely while they're, while they're looking through the wallet. What are, you, what are you supposed to do? I'm thinking I'm going to jail. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like my bag. I'm just going, yeah, go through it. Oh, here's my wallet. Do whatever you want. As long as I don't have to go to jail. Damn. Yeah. I wonder what they do with that hundred bucks. <laughs> Spend it at that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. How was the uh, restaurant? You know what? I didn't even go to the restaurant. Oh, yes. I went, no. I went. Defund the police. I, I, <laughs> I literally went and hid for a while until they left. Where'd you hide? I just went and, I just went and took In off. In your and bag? It sounds like you had a good holiday. You yeah. know what I mean? It sounds like yeah. you had a good week away. Good to unwind. Yeah, yeah. So stressful back in the city. Hid with my bad shoulder that I'd, I'd cracked apart the night before as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, was a, it was good to get away from it all. Fuck. Well, I, I was at the bank last week because I still go to the bank because yeah. I have a passbook account. Yeah. And well, so do I, obviously. That's why I've got $100 <laughs> notes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but the woman's doing all the business with the passbook and they've got a little pile of books that they have at the bank called the Little Black Book of Scams, which comes from the... Oh. It's like a government issue. And yep. I'm just leafing through it and it's just got standard issue, phone scams, identity theft. So I've, I've had a look and I've put it down. The woman behind the counter's gone... Not interested in the book of scams, <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone. Oh, look! I've I've heard of all those scams. She goes, "Has you? Have you heard of all of them? Have you? Not worried about the one where two gentlemen come to your house dressed as policemen?" That's <laughs> 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 a very specific yeah. thing to mention. Yeah, and that wasn't in the book. I was going to say, way. was that in the book? Was in the book, and then she started to tell me about how it's rife. Apparently, two men come to your house dressed as cops. Oh, apparently a regular scam Is in that, Melbourne. Were they just strippers? That's that's yeah, that's right. So that's all for anyone listening. Any police ever try and talk to you? Yeah. Just say, fuck yeah. off, I'm not, not worried about scammed. I've got the little book here. I'm sure it's not in there. <laughs> not worried about the one where two gentlemen dressed as policemen, one dressed as a red Indian, a motorcycle cop. <laughs> <laughs> Scam you into going to a yeah. recreational facility? Not interested in the one where two policemen pretend to be from Thailand and uh, look in your wallet? Um. Well, while you were doing that, or just after you got back, maybe it was Valentine's Day, and yes. uh, I went on a, a romantic little staycation with my girlfriend and we went to uh, Arbury Afloat. Do you guys know that venue? No. It's in yeah. the city. Right. It's like on the On the like, water. Yeah, it's, it's on the water and it's kind of done up like it's a sort of, um, how would you describe it? Like a like it's a resort kind of theme. There's like a little mini pool in the bar as part of it that you can just kind of like dangle your feet in. Right. And so we were staying, it's usually it's too busy to get into but because we were staying across the road from it, we could see out our window that it was like pretty empty. This is the middle of the afternoon. So we're like, oh, let's go over and get a drink. It's always, you know, you walk past on a Friday night. It's too, there's a line to get in. This is a good chance to just kind of go over and get in. And then we go in there and it's one of the weirdest vibes I've ever seen in a venue because on the day that it was Valentine's Day here, it was also the Super Bowl day in America, right? So you have this bar that's full of half 
couples on romantic dates <laughs> and then half meatheads who've just been drinking since 10am yeah, yeah. and are absolutely yeah. leathered, just yeah. completely club-locked, yeah. out of their fucking minds, right? <laughs> so because they've got this pool in this venue that's like it's it's ornamental like it's it's not it's pre, it's really shallow it's mm. just basically for people to kind of dangle their feet in and it's hot, if it's hot enough you can't do a bomb into it well this guy <laughs> near us he gives no a belly sounds like you can <laughs> no no belly whackers <laughs> this guy near us who's just clearly been on the bags all afternoon <laughs> he gets down to his undies and just hops in all just right. gets in the pool Gets out, then he's getting dressed again, and someone from the venues had to come talk to him. But they're like, they're they're run off there. Like it's pretty busy, so they're it's not even like a full security guard. It's like the pimply faced teen from The Simpsons yeah. coming to talk to him, <laughs> and he goes, "Mate, what were you doing? You can't do that. You can't be getting in the pool." And he's like, "Why not?" Like he's just blind, yeah. and he's like, "Mate, you know it's." What made you think that that was okay? What made you think that it was okay to just take your clothes off and hop in there? You can't just be doing that. And this guy just looks at him and goes, but it's a pool. And then it's just, I I just witnessed this like gridlock of like an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. And everything about this guy's behavior before this interaction, I was like, I fucking hate this guy. Because I'm there trying to have a nice drink with my girlfriend. It's like, this guy's being loud and obnoxious. And then that happens, I'm like... I'm on his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, you know, OJ Simpson gets off. It's like, well, sorry, but with the evidence. Well, I mean, we want to put him away. Yeah, absolutely. You sort of fucked up the... <laughs> but and you've, also, like... uh, you've got to be pretty undies confident to just, you know, yeah. get down to the derps and jump Oh, not only pool. that, it's a pool a restaurant. in a bar yeah. that people are putting their gross feet in. Like, it's oh, probably yeah. never been cleaned before. That man is dead it's now, not I reckon. Chlorinated. But you're, but you're <laughs> saying, oh, they're putting their gross feet in there. It's more like when people are putting their feet in there. It's like, you're putting your gross dick in my pool. <laughs> like a, I don't want to put my feet in there now. <laughs> you save it for the dick pool, mate. That's next yeah. <laughs> So what I learned was, get down, arbor your float. You can have right. a little dip. They're sort yeah. of powerless to do anything about it if you just <laughs> counter them with the That's defensive the... logic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. All right, well, we better wrap it up for another week on the oh, Little Dum Dum wow. Club. It's all it's all spun by. Any that, any last any last facts for kids out there? What else? What else did you have? Anything we what can add to this? Because can anyone contribute to that? We site? were about to get a fact. We you you segued off into that book you've been reading, but just favorite dinosaur. Will you give us yeah. that? Is it like Wikipedia? Can you just add something right now to that no, page? No, I mean I. I, 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 I Surely there's some Suggest and edit There we go Yeah of nice. course right. Maybe favourite flavour Of Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> I'll give you both My favourite di- So my favourite dinosaur Yep Would possibly Probably be the Brachiosaurus Okay Great answer yep. Not the Brontosaurus Yeah yep. yeah. Bit of an alternative uh, yeah, Dinosaur thing okay. yeah. yeah And then yeah. what favourite Ice cream Neapolitan yeah, Neapolitan out of favorite. The Which bit are you going to first In yeah. the Neapolitan Or which bit are you savouring At the end As I used to do My favourite would be last Chocolate Chocolate's your favourite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, there we go. We've got right. a scoop for the kids out there. I was going to ask them what the order is after that, but I don't want what to What a yeah. Favourite Sorry, contestant I'll... in the Cannonball Run? <laughs> throw them that one. Captain hey, Chaos, it's Dom DeLuise. Sammy Davis Jr. And, and, and Dean Martin dressed as priests driving yeah. a red Ferrari to them. You know that, Tone. What was I thinking? It was amazing. <laughs> I, feel ba- I feel bad. How many times have you been on this podcast? Uh, I think it's maybe 11 or 12 now. Something yeah, like that, maybe. Quite yeah. a few. Thanks for putting me with him. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, seriously, who have I had? Glenn Robbins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santo. Yep. Yep. Danny McGinley. Yep. Yep. That's, 
So that the last time? That's about else. it. Isn't it? Is that yeah, enough? Yeah, Millsy? Last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Millsy? Sorry, I was thinking of Sam Peterson's podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, right, 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 right. Um, um, the Prince of Thailand? No, probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. It's great. Well, it's good to see you again. <laughs> no, good to see you, Sam. Tony, I'm, I'm so, just sorry done breakfast so radio with him two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to be so rude, Tony. Favourite dinosaur and favourite yeah. flavour of Neapolitan? Mm. Uh, oh, look, the Stegosaurus, I think, is <laughs> yeah. out in front. And, and favourite dinosaur? <laughs> Here's one. Do you know when we really bonded? Mm. Do you, you remember uh, um, the, the show I used to do called ADB set? Yes. Yep. Yes. So a friend of ours, Dave Thornton, yep. was booked show. for, friend of the show, was booked on episode three. Right. Couldn't do it. Yep. Sancy Robinson, who used to book everything. Uh, Martin the, Malloy. Martin, yeah, she said, oh, that, and he pulled out last minute, Dave. Right. Uh, Sancy got a favour from Tone. Who came in on episode three and then proceeded? Tone loved it so much he proceeded to do fourteen out of the next twenty-three episodes. <laughs> I was oh, wow. like a very. I was the Mikey Robbins of uh, of and ABC. So that, who that did was you bump? All of a sudden, Tommy Little was out of the gig. <laughs> yeah, uh, you that sleeping was it. out the back. It was. It, uh, there was a bizarre mix of people on. Like Matt Preston was in it one week, right. but ADBC was shot. It, like I don't even want to use the word shot, studio. Right. <laughs> it was shot after twenty six. Taking out the back and shot. Shot in Packington Street and killed it. Yeah. In what was it? Was like a mechanics workshop that was. Re- Mate, if it rained, they had to stop if it rained. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't even soundproof, Tommy. It wasn't even soundproof. They they had to stop if a plane went overhead. Like you'd be really? in the middle of a game show, and the floor manager would go plane, yeah. and the whole show would stop. For wow, two that's minutes. great live from Tullamarine. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun fact for the kids. I, I planned, so that was in 2009, mm-hmm. and I, it's one of my um, goals in life is to do a, a reunion one-off episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the show that no one watched the first yeah. time is back. And let's be, let's be, let's be clear, ADBC, it was a... It was a, it was a history-based was comedy quiz show. That's where a lot of the people, a lot of the traffic's driven to Sampang Facts for Kids, because we know <laughs> kids love history. Yeah, that's what it was about, wasn't it? History. It was, a, I think, a Mate. very underrated show, and it had Many elements would... people have forgotten. Like, for example, the Barrel Girl on the show was Friendy from Puppetry of the Penis, yeah. in as he put his only gig where he wears pants. Okay, <laughs> he yep. was so he was really unnerved. He's going, right. Gee, I'm, I'm not used to working with pants on. Mate. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember because Friendy was in charge of the food. There'd be a food section, as in, you know, like old food from the Middle Ages. He'd cook mm. it and they'd have to taste it. Right. right, it was called Plate du Jour. That was it. That's it. And then I enjoyed Friendy's work a lot. I always started kind of, you know. Asking, going back and forth, and I remember one of the producers. Hang on, hang on. He, he's, he, he was in charge of food. Yeah, he would. You know, what do you got? For he, us? Didn't he used to make the hamburger out of his own dick? Yeah, yeah. There was, it, <laughs> well, that wasn't part of the food. No, it wasn't part of the same show. Okay. There, was no, but no, I, there were no dick tricks <laughs> in right, ADBC. Right. I remember just uh, starting to <laughs> talk to him a bit too much. You know, like if one of the professors, I was, it was, a, it was a, two comedians and a, two professors. You know, what I mean, right. so. Sometimes the professors were a bit dry. I wouldn't get along with them. So I just talked to Friendy a bit more. And I remember during one of the breaks, the producer came over and said, hey, you got to stop uh, got stop talking to Friendy. Do you know what I mean? Like, to, don't get him too involved. Otherwise, you know, he'll get his confidence up. And next thing you know, you'll look over there and he'll have his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't and have that. And we you'll know have... he's happy too. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was once in a bank, again, another bank-based story, and the guy behind the counter goes, "Oh, you're on that, uh, you're on that show." And I'm going, "Is it? Thank God you're here. Is it the panel? What's it going to be?" And he goes, uh, "Yeah, no, you're on that bloody show, Bike Du Jour." 
Bike du jour. Bike du jour. I was just completely baffled, and I'm walking to my car, and I've gone. He's thinking of plat du jour, oh. the segment on ADBC. Right. How the fuck did he get to bike du jour? Yeah. What is bike du jour? <laughs> bike of the day. <laughs> what, what, what kind of show is that? This week, Mulvan Star. Yeah. He, 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 Next really, week, we're out of ideas. <laughs> it really cut. What, what, there you go. There's an example of how how much cut through ADBC had. The bloke, people watching it didn't even know the name of the show. Right. Thought one of the segments on it was the, was the title show. of the show and then they got that segment yeah. wrong as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> fuck me. All right, well, yeah. Check out ADBC. Uh, is it, it is still it shows up? On it, it, on it, demand it, is that on Disney Plus? chopped it up into five-minute segments, and it'll come on like SBS two yeah. at like four in the morning. Yeah. It's, yeah. It refuses to die. Yeah. Watch ABC. it on Viceland when you're like, high off your tits in yeah. the middle of the night. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how I was when I shot it. So that's <laughs> Tripod did the theme song. Yeah, there's there's a lot of talent great. involved in There's a lot of facts that's absolutely not on this website in front of me right here. That we could add. There's going to be a big big edit suggested straight after this show. Last time it was edited was uh, six months ago. So, uh, Ooh, who buyed it? Can you click and does it say who did it? No, you know how you think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like mortified of how much has been revealed. You, I know you're sitting there thinking you've said nothing again. I'm mortified how much we spoke about me, <laughs> considering Tony Martin's sitting right there. Yeah, well, it's his turn next time. Whenever, whenever there's a Tony Martin facts for kids, well, we can help that out. But yeah. at the, at the, at, this is all for someone else's. This is for the kids. I gave away too much. I gave away too much. This has been a stitch up. You've given away too much. You still, you've given away nothing. Still, we've got you like chocolate ice cream. I feel exposed. That's what we fucking got. I feel exposed. He hasn't even said which better than Neapolitan. He managed to shift away. From that very suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> we, right. get to, we, we got your answers. I know you're trying to wrap up. Who yeah. have you got coming up next? Uh, oh, well, oh, do you show might, might be in the right order. We don't know. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the, what is so the you, former king of Stegosaur- yeah. Stegosaurus and what? Uh, well, I like. I always go for the chocolate first. But, chocolate. Uh, yes. Is that controversial? I, yeah, I go. I go chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. I'll say yeah, right. Yeah, mm. yeah. There, there you go. go. There you Tommy, go. strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Not not as in not not um, the same as what my brother used to do, which was mix all of them together. Oh, disgusting! Uh, absolutely disgusting! Revolving. And then he would then he would he would make them all melt and everything, oh. and he'd eat them together. And he called that concoction Mount Sloppy Bum. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sounds like something from the new Jackass film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll all note Pang's still uncommittal. Yeah, yeah. About. yeah. Here's no, my I, I found it. I found out recently that. Um, Joe Cocker sang yes. a song that was the closing credits to the Jeff Bridges Tommy Lee Jones movie Blown Away. There you go. Wow. Wow. Do you can know we that? Count, can, can you we put count? that on yeah, there you Can go. we count <laughs> facts that Sam Pang knows as a Sam Pang fact for kids? Yeah. Wow. It, it is, isn't it? I've never seen Blown Away. Haven't is Blown you? Away good? Not good? <sighs> Not even commendable on that. We can't even put that on the side. I don't want people to know my thoughts on, on Blown Away. It's going to need to be wow. a lot of therapy after this no, episode. No, it was no good. It was no good. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, we look forward to having your sister tuning back in next week. Yeah, you missed it. You'll be one <laughs> down this week, Tommy, but um, it is all... It, for me, it's always a joy to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for thank you for coming in, guys. And, yeah, uh, yeah Tony, you've got the Sizzletown podcast. Uh, Sizzletown is uh, up and about. And, um, yeah, watch out for the two policemen scam when they come to your house. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yep. Sam Pang, you're on radio every morning. You, you're out there doing stand-up all the time, non-stop. You're a real geek pig. Loves it. The, um, oh, there's nothing to plug. Front bar. 
I can mention front bar. Yeah, the front bar. Have you been paying attention? We'll be back. Both of you are on. You can now. certainly recommend Burt Reynolds' audio book. Yeah, it's one of the greats. <laughs> it's one of the greats, and of the, because you two need to know this. I know you was you're worried about whether when you do a, a, like a weekly serial, whether you're going to run out. Mm-hmm. The, the greatest thing about Burt Reynolds, my life, is that he wrote it. He wrote it in like nineteen. 19- 89 or 90, whatever it was like. It was like in a, a sort of a low point of his career. So he writes this before Boogie Nights and before the... It was the during class. Cop and a Half. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's right, at the yeah, end. Yeah. He, he is at the end. And yeah. so he thinks he's done. He's done, right. Yeah, and it's, so it's very, very liberating. He finishes with, if I ever won an Academy Award, this would be my speech. Right. And, and a year later, he's nominated for an Academy oh, Award. Do you know wow. what I mean? Like for... So the book is very like it's it's like really scorched earth where he's yeah, like I'm done he's I like, don't have to worry and anymore. And then he went on to have this you know part two or whatever is there like, like three yes. chapters about how much of a cunt Dom DeLuise really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I were talking off air about uh, David Chang's cookbook Cooking at Home. I give that a plug. <laughs> God. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there we go. The shutters have gone back down again. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. See you. And they've done it again. Oh, it's another ad. Let's play some more of that. <laughs> no, okay. No, it's, it's, this is this is talking dumb dumb. This is true talking dumb. Uh, Bernie's kicked a big one. Um, Boy, the uh, the boys from talking du- uh, from the little dumb dumb club really stepped on our toes this week, mm. getting in there and doing the ads that we normally do. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, I'm yeah. so confused in this meta world <laughs> we're in. I thought they might have been new people in there. No, they're, they're the ad boys. No. no. Oh, okay. I guess we didn't discuss that before we turned the mics on. Right. But um, right. but hey, this is what talking dum dum. Trying for. to figure we out dissect the dum dum universe. People have just heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> draw the graphs, yep. do the little linking, kind of yeah. get the bits of thread out to connect everything yep. together. So we don't we don't need to talk about the uh, our live podcast in Melbourne uh, on the second, on the ninth, on the sixteenth, on the twenty third. I mean, you, you you know what to do with all that information. Yeah. Maybe what we do need to mention is um, that we're going to Hobart. Yep, we're going there on the 30th of April. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's our little way of, um, look, spreading a little sunshine to the people of Tasmania, but also giving other people an excuse to have a little holiday over there. We know I, I went through the um, the details the other day, Tommy. Last time we went to Hobart, which was four or four years, five years ago? It was not that long before the pandemic. Oh, wasn't it? Was it? End of 2019. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So not too far. So um, I had a look at all of... There was about, about a third of the people that went mm. to the show were from Australia, not Tasmania. Okay. From the mainland. Oh, it went overseas. Yeah. Kind My dad used to say that about Phillip Island. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, just going overseas. That's a good bit. It's like, fuck, I hate going here for this reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate There's it. There's enough bad reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, th- a heap of people came in uh, from the mainland to go and, you know, good idea. Why not? That's mm-hmm. exactly what my wife and child are doing, you know. Good excuse. Big fans. To, to come over. Just an excuse to go yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, they'll be going doing something else, maybe, rather than watching our show. But maybe not. Yep. Like I said last week, I, I, they ha- uh, not they have a friend. My wife has a friend that's sort of slightly into the show, so uh, they might all be there. Don't know if uh, she's a friend of Blanket yet. Yes. Going to make the call down in Tasmania. Yeah. Well, you know that thing where your, your, your mates collide? You're like, oh, I hope this mate may, you know, Yeah, I hope they get mate. on. I hope they get along. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, hope, hope my wife's mate gets along with Blanket. What do you say when you, t- when you describe to someone the experience of um, having been around a child... Like a two-year-old or a three-year-old, and having had a version of a conversation, because I was talking to someone recently, being like, 
oh, yeah, I kept being like, oh, yeah, I saw this kid. And they're like, no, you met them. I'm like, right, right. I mean, meetings are stretch. I, yeah, it's yeah, like it yeah. feels it feels like I'm putting a bit too much weight on a conversation where from one party, barely any of what they were saying were actual words. Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. incorrect to call that a meeting. Yeah, yeah. And also, I was around a baby. Yeah. And also, I, th- I feel like meeting would presume that they will definitely remember you next time as well. Right. Which I would call into question. Well, I think there needs to be some sort of handshake or some sort of just like verbal and physical acknowledgement of one another. It's like, I've heard people say it about a newborn. Like, oh, I went around to meet such and such yeah, as kid. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, yeah. I, you looked at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You experienced it. You were there. You made the effort. Mm. I don't know if there's a two-way transaction happening. Meeting, yeah. meeting I think, presumes that, that the other side could say, I met this person too, when that's physically incapable. No. I so. mean, what if... The- Hey, what if that was their first memory? You know, when they're yeah. like, Twin, what's the first thing you remember? Yeah. Um, having been like maybe a week out of the puss. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just this parent's friend coming around. Yeah. Meeting them, being mm. like, Yeah, great. It is weird. I've got I've got um little little cousins in law that um uh not cousins in law, sorry, nephews and nieces in law. Um, where I've I don't see them that often. You see them every year, every couple of years. And every time, you know, they're, 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 it's a real generational change. Mm. You're meeting them at eight and then all of a sudden you're meeting them at 10 or 11 and they've yep. radically changed. Yep. And then you meet them at 14, they've radically changed. So you're sort of, I, I feel like I'm always looking at them and going, hey, do you remember me in any way? And yeah, they're like, oh, yeah yeah, 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 you're this guy. And I'm like, okay, because I feel like I'm meeting a completely different person. No, totally. But yeah, kids, I think, have like a stronger memory of like yeah. this older person hanging yes. around. I had the same thing. My cousin's kids who, yeah, I remember all being born. And mm. then the last time we had a big family thing, it's like they're all teenagers yeah. talking about Star Wars and shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, this is full on. Yeah. I don't know who any of these cunts are. Yes. I don't know any of their names. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. Still do comedy? I'm like, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, they've just changed their attitude. You've still got the information about them, but they've got, and they've got the information about you, but they've got a different slant on it because now they're 14 instead of eight. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, all right. I feel like I feel like they're like a little Doctor Who's or something, regenerating. And, I'm and I wonder what's the age where like, because at a certain age, it's just like anyone older than you that's not your parents' age. Mm. Anyone who's like... 10 to 15 years older than you or whatever is just cool yeah. by default because they're an adult. Right. But then what's the age where it's like, yeah, I think this 35-year-old might be a fucking loser. Yeah. Like at what age do you st- can you start to really put that together? Well, yeah, well, at least a figure, a figure of authority at the very least. Yeah. Where you go, oh, that's an adult. I Not so much anyone, cool. It's like, oh, I better do what they say. I think when you're in – I think when you're at, still at school, anyone who's just out of school, like in their 20s or 30s, is mm. automatically cool. Yeah. Because they're not going to school anymore. And, it, and as you're getting towards the end of school, you're like, you know it would be fucking awesome? Not being here anymore. Yeah. So anyone who's doing it, even if they're a fucking deadbeat living on a couch, mm. it's like, man, he's living the dream. Well, he's not doing maths at 7 a.m. every day. Well, this one, one nephew-in-law the other day went, uh, apparently rocked up to a, like a family do, saw my car in the driveway and went, whose car's that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's Uncle Carl's. Like, oh, my God, that's so cool. The, the, of course, with the license plate. That says comedy. Got, that says that says got him. Got him. Sorry. Yes. I always get it mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't say that on the show anymore. Yeah, I know. So it's like it now. If we honestly, if we were doing it now, mm. that would be the joke. Yeah. The license plates that say comedy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If we if we could have our time again. Yeah. 
but it says got him, which we haven't said for about five years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this car's hack. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well be driving around with license plates that say airline food. No, eat my shorts. That's what I should say. <laughs> Just uh, I carumba. Yep. Yeah. Doll. Yeah. No, doll's still a thing. I carumba and eat my shorts. Isn't yeah, it? they they phase that out. Yeah, yeah, very quickly. So um, no, he's like, oh, that's cool. And uh, then then the the parents are like. Do you want to sell your car? Because that would be, you know, and and I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's quite a nice compliment that this this kid this kid like, would like your like, that's a cool car, car as his first car. Well, that's the thing. It's like, oh, you know, because we could just have some piece of shit that he can mm. drive around with to start with. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I did take it as a compliment to start with. But yeah, now it's, no, it's like, never a compliment. Now it's like, well, if he fucking writes this off. You know, backing out of the driveway. Mm. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, because that's my car. Your car's breaking down so much that they figure they could use this to mm. teach him yeah, yeah, how yeah. to fix it and do mechanical things to cars yeah, yeah, so yeah. that he doesn't end up like his Uncle Carl. He's, he's he's really into, like, jackass at the moment. He just wants to really total a car. And we looked at yours and went, we'd be doing you a favour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, is he genuinely into jackass? No. I mean, well, you'd have to assume. <laughs> you'd, you'd assume How so. old is he? I think 16, 15, 16. You'd have to assume. If he's not. Yeah. What's, what's, what are the parents What's the doing? angle? Less time focusing on the car. Yeah. More time focusing on Wee Man and the boys. Yeah. What's his angle if he's not into it? Is yeah. He, is, he, is he above it? That's because, I mean, I think my cousin's kids are at the age now where it's like, I could really earn some cred by turning up to a family gathering, swag of jackass DVDs. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe a couple things that are, you know, a year or two off being age appropriate. Yep. And just be like, come on, kids, into the TV room. I'm going to show you some shit. Oh, right. And they all go home going like, whoa, Cousin Tommy is fucking cool. But then, he showed us a porno. <laughs> but then but then you go, see that? You like that? You see that cunt sticking his head up a cow's ass or whatever? How cool? And then going, and then going on a motorbike and jumping off a fucking bridge. He was on my podcast. Oh yeah, bring up the picture, Steve-O. Yeah, I saw his back in the I early days. I saw his days. balls. Yeah, yeah. Pulled his balls out at uh, at a radio station. Yep, yep. Got the shits up when I turned up late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a diva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my stunt. That was a strange. Yeah, that is a very strange memory. Being berated mm. by Steve-O because someone manager? else isn't there. I'm like, I'm here though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why am I copping a flogging? Yeah, yeah. I've turned up on time. Yeah. Anyway, we have our shows, as we mentioned, the second. It's this Saturday, uh, the big 500th and 600th episode. If you've got your tickets stuck to the fridge, don't forget them. Yep. Come on down. Yep. 2.30 p.m. Yep. And then, of course, 9th, 16th, 23rd. Tasmania, April 30. Yep. Do go and see the little apple aisle. If you came last time and you had a ball, um, come back. If you didn't, if you missed out, if you've never been to Tasmania before. Yeah. Beautiful down this there. This is a great excuse to go and to go and do it. I'm it, hoping I'm going to get the spirit down there. Are you really? Take my car. Well, I'm still waiting to find out if my girlfriend can come with. And right. if she can, then I think that's what I'll do. And if not... I imagine it's one of the saddest and loneliest things you can do is yeah. to be on the spirit of Tasmania by yourself, yeah. <laughs> sleeping on a boat overnight alone. I'm uh, I'm currently uh, yeah doing the deal that is quite a common deal with my wife, where where she goes, oh I'm gonna I want to come down, I want to come down, I'm gonna we're gonna bring blanket down, and we'll come down, we'll all go down to Tasmania. Okay, so we better organise this, and she and this is this is a very typical deal of hers. No worries, you get the flights and I'll get the hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get the three return flights to Hobart, and you get one night in a hotel. Is that a 
Equal trade off. Well, I mean, the flights to Tasmania are pretty cheap, and doesn't, are they? Well, aren't they? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> not particularly. Okay. Well, then. Well, they're they're, they're regular. Yeah. Okay. It's but, not like going to Adelaide. Sure, but then the flip side is: doesn't your wife have quite bougie tastes and mm. wants the most nicest hotel she can get? Yeah. So it probably does get, when you factor that in. Yeah. It probably does work out as pretty even. Yeah. Well, either she's that not or... booking you in at a hostel. Yeah, but. I guess my argument would be let's not book in the most expensive hotel in the world yeah, where true. we're going to where I personally I'm going to go down there do a podcast probably get pissed pass down in the hotel yeah, yeah, get yeah. up first thing in the morning and fly back you need to uh you guys need to get a beam set up going on just a what? split everything down the middle what's a beam beams like an app for um for splitting bills and oh. paying paying people back and stuff okay. it's like instead of having to put details in you've just got like a little user so you can get on there and go Hey, I got this bill. The bill's eighty dollars, and then you just like send it off to your partner, uh, and then it like splits it all. It's like it's good if you're going out for dinner with a group of like six of you, uh, and the bill comes to whatever. You just put the total amount in. Right. You add everyone in. Like you get like a little username. It's yeah, like yeah. your bank, but you get an at Carl Chandler. Ah, uh, okay. It's handy. It's a nice little ad for whatever the fuck that is. Then. Yeah. Shout out to a, a financial institution. Mm. They need more. Uh, they yeah. need more runs on the board. Well, we did an ad for Husey, so yeah, why that's not? True. <laughs> Well, hey, how about an ad for the little guy? My show, Turtle Island, it's opening tonight if you are listening to this hot off the presses. It's on in Melbourne until April the 10th, 7pm at the Cooper's Inn. Uh, Some nights filling up, so get in. I've worked my little fucking ring off on this show. It's a story about me and my family being held hostage in Fiji and it's got videos and shit in it. It's got my little drawings in it. Really feeling pretty pumped up to do it, so fucking get in, get a ticket from TommyDasselow.com. You're being held held up in a Fiji host. What is it? Resort. Hostel. Hostel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Resort. So in the last twelve years, you haven't thought to bring it up on this fucking show. I've been saving it for the 2022 Fuck. comedy festival post pandemic. Saving it for fucking twelve people a night rather than hey, the fifty thousand people that listen to this. Oh, fifty. That'd be nice. Yeah, well. <laughs> Uh, hey, no, you get it after I've done it, the run oh, of the festivals, right. and I've okay. tightened it all up. Okay. You're getting, I'm going to tape my special on this podcast. All right, all right, all right. Um, Okay, go to that. Go to all of our bullshit. Um, and now let's crack into you, instead of focusing on us, you guys. The, uh, the most important people, the people that make this bullshit happen. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who subscribes to patreon.com slash club. Um, everyone who's done that, thank you. The people who've continued to subscribe, we thank the most. Not in oral form, but in uh, spiritual form, because mm. we need to thank, in oral form, the newbies. Um, this is sort of like flushing their head down the toilet first day in high school, um, I guess. This is their, everyone's initiation. These are some brand new people who've just subscribed. Is yes. that what you're saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and by brand new, I mean probably for a while, but haven't had their name out. Okay. Read out. So uh, let's crack into that. Right. So new in terms of it's the first time they've been read out because there are some people who we've accidentally done three times. And I nearly did that again this week, but I think we haven't done that. I think I'm pretty sure. Actually, let's just do another check while we're at it. Let's just do one more check. And ding, ding. I think we're all good. Great. you think I'd do that every week. So thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. First cab off the rank, or you know what. Um, now, look, I do my best to have the first name and the last name. Some people like to subscribe and, and, and not have their full name in there. I've done my very best every week to make sure I find out what their last name is. This person, I could not find out their last name. But 
Look, they they could very well be like a Madonna type because they do have quite a um, unusual first name, um, and maybe they just didn't bother with a last name. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read ahead. <laughs> I felt like I'd just had fallen into a wormhole of time and like, no. oh, wow, has it been? No. Yeah. <laughs> Are we about to wrap this up? Thank Fuck, you very great. much to Patreon subscriber, Safira. Safira? Yeah. Okay. And then that's it. So. S-A-P-P-H-I-R-A. Now, I'm not, I'm only saying this because of the fact that it's just that, that name, and then the, the fact that that's the only name. Mm. This is our first stripper Patreon subscriber. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Is it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage at patreon.com slash littledumdumclub, Safira. Yes, very nice, very nice. And so this is our lap dance. Yeah. Except, no, and we have to give... Her- we have to give her a lap dance because we, she's paying yeah, us. We're giving her a lap dance and she's like, I can take you away from all this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, so what do you what do you do during the day? Uh, are you a yeah, teacher yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah. Or what else do you do? Um, yeah, this is like some glamorous, glammed up stripper. Yeah. And she's paid us money and we're just in our civvies going, okay, well, you just sit there on the chair and we'll just sort of, I don't know, fucking grind up against you or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what this is right now. One of my most pathetic memories, uh, one of the few times I've been at a strip club. This week. Yes. Yes. um, uh, There was a lady there and I was wearing a Run the Jewels jumper, like their little little logo thing that's very, um, uh, very dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you know it, you know what it is. Yep. And she commented on that. She was like, "Oh, I love Run the Jewels." Oh. And in my, I was like really drunk. In my head, I was like, "I'm on here." <laughs> I was single at the time. I was like, "This is this is a story that ends with me." Oh, great. Married to a stripper. Great. Like genuinely the dream. Like I've always made fun of that mentality because it is so funny. The like, oh, you know, take you away from all this. But I, I yep. that is. That is a moment that I Great. have genuinely had in my head for a brief moment. Great. It's like, oh, I like the same music as this stripper. Yeah. Great. <laughs> We're on. <laughs> That's great. You you could have been a um, suitcase pimp. I guess. Mm. I wouldn't really want to get involved. It wouldn't be my place. Yeah. Right. What's a suitcase pimp? Well, I think that's sort of like the term of... Um, uh, like People that go out with like porn stars and stuff where they come in, like the similar sort of thing where they come in and go... Oh right, you know, oh the dream, and then you get in, and, and you get in the relationship, and then go, oh this is a dream apart from the fact that you have to go out and root other people now. So right. now, can you not do that or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give them a lot of grief for that, but also whilst living on the dime of the of the porn star or the stripper or whatever. I see. Like, right. It's like they're making a good living, and you're just get sitting there going, yeah, no worries, you can pay the bills, you can do this. It's it's always yeah, living off the back of their their work, yep. that then you also sort of slightly don't want them to do either. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, okay. But that, that does remind me, given um, that, that world of things, that we, you know, uh, you saying that's our first stripper uh, listener, which, you know, might not be true in any way. Um, it's probably not. Well, it's, yeah. it actually isn't, because um, we occasionally get hit up by a stripper, maybe slash sex worker. Okay. Um, who has um, uh, has has told us 
little bits of and pieces over the years, over the last couple of years. Okay. I'm just going in on the messaging right now. Um, uh, who, who is talking about a suitcase pimp in some of the correspondence? Okay. All right. But one of the, the last message that she sent was... Um, Literally this, lol. You owe me a hundred dollars. No, <laughs> hey, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But just I didn't do that because uh, I would pay up my debts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the last pay up front. Yeah, cash. You know me. Yep. yep. <laughs> in a in a nice little handshake, yep. rolled up. Yep. Uh, message, lol. Just heard some touring escort friends slagging off Adelaide for being terrible at pre-booking. Wow. So there you go. Okay. It's not just comedy. Interesting. It's everything. Adelaide. Bloody be ashamed of yourself. That's it, because I thought with that escort stuff, isn't it like you're you're booking the trip based on having the interest? Mm. So it's like I'm gonna go over for a weekend. Yes. Hey, book book me in now. It's like pretty funny to just still like turn up, be in the hotel room in Adelaide, and be like, why aren't the people turning up to route me? Yes. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not getting on the plane unless I've got the bookings. Yeah. It's well, different to comedy in that way. It's like you've got the shows on sale. You have to turn up and hope for the best. That is funny. Like landing. Landing on your your forty five minute flight or whatever, getting to Adelaide and still having to refresh your try booking, going yeah. Oh, finally the suck jobs are coming yeah. in. Yeah, all right. right. I'll email rush ticks. Yeah. You can have a few two for ones. <laughs> As in, it's not discounted prices. You can just yeah, yeah you, you can go me. No, you can bring a mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, well, Safira. That's Sophira. you. That's yep. you. That's all of you. It is no, that is a very pretty name. But you know, that's what happened. Pretty names originally, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy years ago, there were a bunch of very, very lovely sounding names. That all of a sudden, um, a bunch of people in that industry went, "They are so lovely. We're going to use them now and turn them into being known money for making sort of stuff. venture." Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's more. It's like the pretty name without the surname. That if it was Safira right. Johnson or whatever, yeah. I doubt I would have. My brain would have gone there. Mm. It's that kind of name, just in isolation. Yep. Is what is what makes me think. Of yeah. the sex industry. Yeah. I, lo- I, I do also like the idea that someone is signing up um, for this with that sort of name because just like the stripping industry, mm. you don't really want to have your real name out there in no. case it goes back to your you know your parents find out or whatever. Absolutely. And in the same way, you don't want your parents finding out. You're yep. sponsoring this show. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Cast you out. Yeah. Thank you very much, Safira. Uh, thank you very much to Second Cab Off The Rank, just behind the first cab that... Uh, that, 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 that awesome second cab where you're not in the front of the line but the second one comes along great There's the drunk fuckhead up the front jumps in that one there's another one coming behind this is you yep. thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Amy Hespy Hespy H-E-S-P-E Hespy okay. Hespy yeah, well, can't, can't be Hesp Hespy Hespy there's no there's no little accent. It could just be Hesp. He- I no, guess. It can't I doubt be. it but it could be it'd be dumb if it was sorry hey there's dumb things out there mm, Amy Hespy um, I like I, the name Amy. I so do I. Absolutely, right into it. Mm. In fact, I'll put it up there. If I'd have thought of it at the time uh, when my child was was being born, Ooh. I would have. I would have put it up there to absolutely get smacked back down. You reckon? There, there's no way it would have gone ahead, but I would. I would have pitched it. You don't reckon no. DSHN would have been into it? Absolutely not. Wow. She had one name in her in her head, and that that, that was, was, that was it. Blanket. Okay. All right. Well, that yeah. That I thought it. this. I thought that was a comment on her not liking Amy, but it was more about like no, she was no, just no, no, locked no, and no. loaded on. No, she was very focused. Okay. Very focused. Amy Chandler. Yeah, that's good. That's well, good. I, again, I just love the idea that someone can somehow narrow down the name of your child by all the times you've said, <laughs> "Oh, this was nearly in the yeah, running, yeah, but not yeah, quite." Yeah, it's just like yeah. there is there would be some psycho out there who's just got this yeah. big poster yeah. takes up 
football wall. It's every, the Steve it's every name in yeah. existence. It's just like, yes! yes. <laughs> Steve Bashimi crosses out Amy, puts the lipstick on his mouth. That's it. Yeah. Every time they hear, they, and they can tell like when you're starting to say it, they can tell from the tone in your voice before you've even said it. They're mm. like... Yes, another mm. one to cross off the list. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's like the it's like sometimes they have the, on the uh, the radio where they have everyone like on breakfast radio they have everyone ring up to go. Oh, we've got this. We've got the um the you've got to crack the code. Is it is it three eight nine six? And it goes crack crack crack. Bam, bam. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're trying yeah. to do the pin number to open the big vault. Yep. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I remember that. Bum fuck FM. That's such a good like. Hey, this will get people interested. Yeah, people calling up and guessing numbers in a row. Hey, believe at, at believe least me. The secret, at least the secret sound. There's like theatre to it. You Be- know, believe me, it's back. I've been listening to it in the morning. Fuck yeah, driving to daycare. Fuck so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it literally is like you have to guess this four yes. number sequence. Yes. And do they tell you? Is it like Wordle where it's like you've got this let you've got this number in the wrong oh, I don't spot? Really know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that into it. I just hear it happening and I'm like, cool. People guessing numbers or whatever. Who yeah. gives a fuck? Do they still do the secret sound on any of the big radio stations in Melbourne? I think like, so. Because, like, that's think, a fucking classic. Yeah. I think someone... I think Cody's show might have brought it back for a little while or something. Really? Because there was some... We should text him now and ask him. Yeah. I, th- I think... I th- they brought something like that back. Because I'm pretty sure they were doing a big promo. Because I flick around the channels in the morning. If I have to drive my, my child to, to somewhere in the morning... Yep. Uh, I'll I'll have a bit of a listen of Friends of the Show because there's Friends of the Show all around the dial. Yep, yep. Uh, a bit of Marty Sheargold, a bit of Cody in Melbourne, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, a bit of Sam Pang. It's funny to think back to like when I would go to school, when I would get a lift to school in the mornings, I would listen to uh, Tracy Bartram mm-hmm. and Matt Tilly yep. or uh, Tim Tim Smith and Bedders mm-hmm. and just thought like, wow, these guys are cool. They're on the radio. Yep. And it's like funny thinking like the – like the other comedians of the era being like, yeah. fucking this person getting a radio gig. Yeah, Not that we're yeah. like that about our friends, but yes. thinking that there were other comedians out there at the time being like, whoa, did you hear these guys got a radio gig? Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, it, I think it is. Well, you know, maybe we should bring it back here. Maybe we should have a secret sound in Talking Dum Dum every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not but bad. But how do we filter people calling up? We just have to like take guesses during the week. Oh, we do it on social media, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should look into that. It must be... We'll do it on stage next week at the Athenaeum. Okay, yeah. <laughs> take a mic backstage, find something, yeah. and make it make a sound, and the audience have to guess. And what if they do that and they have to ring me on stage? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Um... That that must have been a stressful job. The person whose whose job it is is to like find and make the secret sound, right? And do all that, yeah. Because it's like you've got to find something. Like your life just being like, what's well, got to sound like something, but it also can't be like a toilet flush because people Le- are going to know that immediately. Did Limo tell that story on our podcast in uh, the last time he was on, or any of the times he was on? He's got a great story about that someone chose this secret sound, and it was built up to go for a month and a half and it was a trip to New York and the first day someone rang up and went, is it a banana being peeled? And they go, yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) That does, yeah, maybe I have heard that. Yeah. 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 That is good. Completely fucked this massive prize. Like it was some sort of 20 grand's worth of gift and it got blown one day in. Yeah. Like a half hour into the promotion. Yeah. You want that, it's finding that sound that's like, it could be a marble being dropped on the ground or it could be a can being opened. Yeah. 
Fucking real skill. Is it someone in it like, you know, Skywalker Ranch or whatever that's in the sound department just experimenting mm. with, with um, fucking laser beams and pant, you know, jean zips or whatever? Yeah, there'd be some poor cunt in there fresh out of a uni degree where they've mm. studied audio production yep. thinking like, oh, I'm going to – maybe I'll get to – Maybe I'll get to be the studio tech for, oh, you know, is that- Megadeth or someone. And then it's like they're just being caned, being like, you need to make it sound less obviously like a fridge door closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think maybe that's one of the, you know, when, when you see the hairdressers that like, um, you know, come and get hairdress- haircuts for 10 bucks because they're student hairdressers. Mm. They have that certain setup. Maybe that's the audio, you know, um, um, guy equivalent. You know, first year work experience, it's secret sounds. You're on secret sounds. Secret sounds, though, that's real baptism by fire. That's mm. you being thrown in the deep end. Yeah. If you've studied audio engineering, thinking like, that, well, the easy job at the radio station would be just recording, you know, the podcasts that they put out or, or like yeah. taking the audio of the day but, show and chopping it up. And then you're like fresh out of union, you're being thrown in the deep end of the fucking secret sound. You'd but, be like, oh, I'm not up to it. You'd have to say, some 50-year-old audio engineer isn't working on the secret They're not sound. doing it. Yeah, yeah they yeah. can't be fucked. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think you've got to be a little bit fresher than the, the hard-bitten. <laughs> the, idea that, the idea that it's like the most desirable job, you're like day one of this degree. So what do you, you know, what's the dream? What would you like to do with this experience? Make the secret sound. Yeah. It's coming back in a big way. <laughs> They're going to start doing it on podcasts and yeah. I want to be there on the front lines. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I just don't see a 50-year-old going... Can't, I made all the le- leaves crunch underneath Glenn Robbins' foot in the movie Lantana. Yeah. I'm not coming back to hear a fucking tomato getting squashed. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good secret sound. Uh, is it the leaves being squashed <laughs> under Glenn Robbins' foot in Lantana? <laughs> is Glenn Robbins in Lantana? Yes. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his big, serious, serious role. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Very young. Um that's why it's it's obviously stuck in my mind. I haven't even watched the movie, and I know that. So yeah, yeah. okay, interesting. I don't think I've seen the film. I studied the play that it was based on. Okay, but uh, yeah, I never saw the film. Well, you need to study Glenn Robbins's part. I just finished. Uh, I just finished last night uh, Bob Odenkirk's memoir, oh, yeah. and um, just just bringing him up now. Glenn Robbins could be our Bob Odenkirk. Oh yeah, if he just made a hard pivot now into like full drama. Better call Kel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get him in on um if he just did a turn where he was doing like um fuck what's it called what's that uh that f- with film that Australian series Brooke Shields is in it uh no idea and fucking um the the Mister No One Mister the you like it oh Mister uh, what's it called Mister Nobody or Mister Fuck, what is it called? I want to say Mr. Accident. That's Yahoo yeah. Serious. <laughs> what is no, it called? That's a great show. What's yeah. it called? I can't remember. Mister. Mr. Mr. In Between? Mr. In Between. Is that it? Yeah, that's it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. Him doing a series like that. Yeah. Him going full dark would be yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Mr. In Between. There you go. There you go. Scott Ryan. What a great show that was. Yeah. Um, great final, great final scene. I've ne- I still haven't caught oh, up. I haven't watched it. I'm only like halfway. I started watching it in lockdown with my girlfriend and she was liking it, but she was a bit like, this. Is- I can't handle how f- fucking bleak this is yeah, in yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... You know, everyone has, like, different approaches to it. Like, mm. I do know some people who are like, I just need to watch happy shit while yep. this is going on. I was like, man, the bleak stuff's the only shit that's making me feel alive. Yeah. Anything too happy, I'm like, you're fucking kidding yourself. Right. Just lean in. Just right. bask in it. Right. Watch someone get murdered. My, wife's, my wife is, uh, look, same, same idea that your, your partner has, but 
she, I got her hooked on it too yeah. early where she's like, oh, I'm in now. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it, but I'm I'm in. I have to keep watching it. So, um, yeah, that was a good was a good one for us to up. watch. But, um, no, great great final. Great final scene. Okay. Uh, one well, of those thanks. ones where when you wrap it up, you go, you know, some people fuck it. Some people watch it. Oh, yeah. I think they got this very right. I, I, okay. I walked out. I walked out. Having watched it in bed, walked out and tried to Google everything I could about it for the next half Okay, hour. yeah, I love a bit of that. Yeah. But thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy Hespy. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Lockie Coxon. Oh, yeah. C-O-X-O-N. Mm. Coxon, your chin. Lockie. Yep. Locking in. Yep. Locking into a bit of cock. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, likey, coxon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, C-O-X-O-N. What's coxon? What's, what's, what do we got in the schoolyard, Tommy? More like cox in. Cox in, that's good. More like cox up him. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cox. Cox in, Lockie. Getting roll, you know, roll call. It's really like... Cox on. It's that classic cox thing. On, well, it, roll call. Cox, you know, you do the surname first. Cox on, Lockie. Yeah, there we go. Fifteen... There Boys get up and say, if you insist. I reckon um Zip. I reckon the teachers are like they're you know, they're probably like making an exception for him. That's happened right. like two days in a row and then yeah. they're like, Look, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to break with the formality of, yeah. of how we normally do the role yeah. and read it the other way around. Because this is just it's fifteen minutes every time we get to his name. Yeah. It's eating into the day. Yeah. Uh, lucky Coxon. Right. Do you think you ever cop that one? Do you know the Do you know the famous clip of Sandy Roberts, sports reporter? Uh, I think introducing maybe Miss Victoria or something one year, mm. and um, just going. Anyway, here she is, Sherelle Cox. It's like it's Sherelle Dix, actually. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything funnier, genuinely, than news bloopers? Mm, well, give me an example. Um. That one where it's like the person going, and not only has he climbed Mount yes, Everest that's by the one himself, I, that's but the one also I he's gay. Sorry, <laughs> blind. <laughs> that's what I was wanting I mean, you to read out. <laughs> nothing, honestly, nothing better. Like, gen, like not even being ironic. Like, yeah. nothing that anyone can write or script or plan yeah. is half as funny as that. Yeah, and in many ways, it makes you think, why bother? Yeah, comedy festival starts today. Why the fuck are we wasting our time? <laughs> Why isn't my show just an hour of me playing that clip on a loop? Mm. <laughs> that would be a great... That's a great idea for a festival show, a one-hour dissection of one YouTube video that you find funny. Well, is a that... A thesis about it. Is that... Is that Could that have happened at Roll Call? Do you think that sort of... Um, not spoonerism, but something like that's happened where it's like where they've gone, Lockie, big slobbering schlong on. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I mean, cocks on. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Could, that could easily happen, I yeah. think, in primary school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's like, like we talk about a lot, you know, a name like that. Yeah, his mates bullying him. And, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, you kind of think like, you know, God, guys are just savage. Mm. Guys just fucking roast each other nonstop. Yeah. This is br- girls are so nice, you know. Mm. Girls are chill. And then hearing the way that girls talk about the kind of deep psychological abuse that happens when they get to a certain age and start pulling each other. Right. It sounds a million times worse. Right. Than just... Because guys, it's just... It's all there. It's just lay it out yeah, on the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Your name sounds like Cox. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. But, but girls, it's you like... You suck them. But yeah, teenage <laughs> girls, it's like, 
deep getting into the brain. Right. It's like it'd be the opposite. It's like I'm never going to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say it to a whole bunch of other people, yeah, yeah, and I'm going to yeah. dance around it and yeah. allude to it. Mm. And it's like that's the shit that stays with you forever. Right. And just being called cocks on is like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh, that makes sense. That's why. That so that's why all chicks are so fucking mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 1994. <laughs> Have you seen people getting all worked up about this Jeff Foxworthy special on Netflix? Yeah, it's like Netflix bit. keeps sharing, you know, yeah. their little graphics of it. Yeah, and people are going bonkers, and it's like, yeah, yeah there's probably heaps of shit that you don't like on Netflix. Yeah. Like, who cares that they've put yeah. up this old cunt special? Yeah, pretty surprising when you're going on a Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy special and yeah. find not the most wokest comedy of People all time. Like, what are you? Do- Why is Netflix putting up this? It's like net because their strategy is to just have fucking everything on there. Yeah, and also a bit like I, I love the idea of like a bunch of like ten year olds watching Jeff Foxworthy and th- th- that radicalizing them and going, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be old cunts now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love it. I love the fact. That it's called the good old days. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's such a funny t- like because right. that's the other thing about people getting. It's like yeah, you know, whatever. He's just leaning in. He's got his. Mm. There's you know, your parents would have Netflix in the states. They're they're wrapped to see it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everything needs to be fucking Bridgerton and yeah, Nanette. You know, you got to have something for the fucking boomers on there. Yeah, 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 mm, yeah. I don't care. Um, but Coxon, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's good. I reckon. What? How old do you reckon he was when he when he first copped it? Is there a, is there a, is there sort of like a what do you call it? Um, what's the term where you're you're not allowed to you're not allowed to do it until a certain date? What's oh, an embargo. It? Embargo. <laughs> embargo. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Everyone sign everyone on day one of prep signing a non disclosure yeah. <laughs> agreement about his name. Yeah. And then this is up on uh, the first day of grade five. Yeah. No, it's not because we've we've had people with last names where it's been like very much something that you wouldn't have learnt about and thus understood was funny until like maybe grade six or seven mm. when you got maybe like when you did sex ed or whatever. Yeah. But Cox is like, I reckon that's fuck, that's pretty early. Grade two? Yeah, grade, maybe grade three. Grade two. Mm. Um, do you know it's it's funny this this job of like reading out people's names and whatever and trying to find fun in it and whatever you know that like because I do the door I do the door at Basement Comedy Club Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday nights now what nepotism I, going on there what I do there is um, get their names get people's names yep. so I don't do a QR code I don't do whatever it is I just print out all the tickets of. Um, you don't believe in the QR codes no um, I, I don't believe in anything involved <laughs> in it Um and I, uh, so I, I, when people walk in, they have their tickets and they hold them up or it, it's, it's so much quicker. I just go, you don't need to pull anything out because no one's got any of their shit ready anyway. Yeah. But, and plus every now and then people come in with like, they'll have their print out of their ticket and then you just, when you do take it, you get to the end and it's like, I just got this fucking pile of paper. Yes. It's just going in the bin. Yes. What am I doing with this? And they come in and they go, and some people, there's always a fucking story behind it as well. It's like, oh, the hotel wouldn't let me print out this thing. Right. So like, I do, I'm like, no, 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 no. I just need your name. And they go, no, but the hotel said, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I just need your name. Just yep. say your name out. So yep. it's like, look, any way of dealing with the public is hard, but... This is the quickest way I've found. So I just say, just your surname. I just need your surname. Of course, that then that turns into Graham. Oh, is that your surname? No. 
Then why did you tell me? It is a surname, though. It is a surname. Was it's this not uh, your surname? Was this Felicity Shag? No. Uh, fuck. What's her name? Anyway, Heather Graham. Yes. Yes. Oh, the dream would be if she turned mm-hmm. up to my comedy show. But no. Um, so then people. Well, I I had this last weekend. Uh, just your surname, please. And the surname's Cox. Do you think they said that though? No. What they do is surname, Spell please. It. C O X. Yep. Nice. I know what you're doing here. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I it's your it. life. Yeah. yeah. You've had decades of it. Yeah. Yeah. You but I work do out <laughs> your little systems. <laughs> I do like the idea of them coming in and going, "We better do this just in case the guy on the door goes Cox, as in cocksucker." Well, they're walking into a comedy show. It's like yeah, most yeah. people when they go to a gig, you yeah. know, when you're trying to fill the room up, you're like, "Can you fill up from the front, mm. please? Come on, don't fuck around." They're like, "No, we don't want to get heck." You yeah. know, some people think that it's like every comedy as show. As soon as you walk in the door, it's just a full on assault. Comedy and these land. people probably thinking like, "Yeah, yeah once my you foot touches that soil, I yeah. it's fucking on." Yeah, I've I've touched the doorknob. Yep. That's enough. That's You've already touched a knob. It's game There we over. go. Yep, yep. Uh, Be surprised if, it, if cum uh, didn't come out of it straight away. You're gay. <laughs> um, speaking of boomer approaches to tickets, actually, let's wrap up this name and then I'll, I'll okay. bleed this story into the next one. All right, all right. Thanks, uh, thanks Lockie Coxon. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Beck Ray. Beck Ray. Okay. Uh, Ray, um, uh, uh, Ray of Sunshine. My parents are a Ray of Sunshine in my life every day. There we go. Um they so they have had tickets to the upcoming 500th episode. Oh, um, must be nice. Since uh, since since cocky was an egg, as my dad would say. Oh, I never heard that one. Yep, um, they had tickets from back, you know, when they first went on sale two years ago, mm-hmm. and then the maybe one of the one of the last two most recent ones that we came a week away from doing. Right, they were just not comfortable. Um, being, you know, being out in a crowd because they're older and whatever. They finally listened to the show. Exactly. Not, not comfortable not for coming. <laughs> yeah. They were like, look, you know, we, we just don't. Maybe it was the one in January where it was like cases were soaring and everything. They were like, we just, you know, we we, we, do, we just don't feel comfortable. Hope that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, we, you know, I was like, oh, I could maybe, I can put your tickets in our Facebook group and try and like flog them for you if you want the money yeah. back. She's like, oh, just happy for anyone to have them, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, just send them to me, send me the email and then, you know, I'll be able to like pass them on to someone. Mm-hmm. And the email that I got was a photo of the printed out versions of the tickets right. that they have had just sitting in a drawer yeah. from when they first bought them to you. So the paper's all crinkled and fucked. There's yeah. like, I think they had some water damage in the study. So it's right. like our faces are all like melted and dripping. And it's right. like a photo of that. And it's like, Dad, I know that it's a different generation, mm. but you have to know deep down <laughs> that this isn't something that anyone could use to get into a gig. Yeah. A photo of this. You have to know that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, why not? It's all still there. I'm like, just let's walk back from this. Yeah. Like going, here's a photo of the tickets. Yeah. Why would anywhere let anyone in with just that? <laughs> <laughs> My God. Great. So are they coming now? Are they, are they back on? They... They, I think I spoke about this the other week. If they, if we can get, if there's any of those holds that are like on an aisle, right? They don't want to be like in the thick of it. That's right. what they're worried about. Okay. If they can have a seat that's kind of like off to the side, mm. 
they'll come. Okay. And their tickets are up for grabs, I guess. Right. That at a certain point, they're just like, oh, yeah, could you sort this all out? Can we just exchange these tickets that we have for, can you find out if there's ones off to the side? I'm like, right. I can do my best, but this is seeming like yeah. just one extra thing yes. that is a lot of moving parts. Yes. Yeah. Not all we need this week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If, um, if anyone's got my number out there, don't send me any fucking shit this week and give me tasks to do. None of this. You know, this is like... Um, I think I think this is like our cup final, right? Yeah. So this is what apparently what you know big footballers get. You know, week of the grand final, week of the cup final. No sex the night before to keep yeah, yourself focused. All that stuff, but yeah, a lot of. Can you just organise some tickets for me? It's like can't. Yeah. This is the this is the biggest week of my life. Yeah. Can you fucking sort them out yourself? Can you uh can you process my refund an yeah. hour before the gig? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, we had quite a few people hitting us up about this, going, oh, I just uh, need this change or that change. Boys, girls, out there, for the final time, we got nothing to do with the ticketing of this gig. Yeah. Okay? Let's pretend we've got nothing to do with the ticketing of any gig, so you never hit us up. Yes. But yes. definitely this week, we have got nothing to do with it. But please, if you have any issues, please hit up Ticketek, please hit up the Athenaeum Theatre, do whatever you can. Work it out with other listeners in the uh, uh, people aware of the Little Dum Dum Club group on Facebook. Whatever yep. you, please do it by yourself because we do not have the fucking brain capacity this week. We uh, have the, the show itself. It. You're running a venue. Yep. I've got my solo show opening. Yes. Uh, any any email that comes through that is to do with ticketing. Mm. Will be left unreplied to. Yes. Know that right now. Yes. So go for your life. Yeah. Send the email if you want. Yeah. You are getting nothing back from it. Yes. And I don't think that's unreasonable to say. No. I don't think that's unfair. No. Um, it wouldn't have been an unfair thing to say six months ago, let alone now. But, yeah. Um, but please, we would love all of you to turn up. People that uh, it feel so weird with it being two years ago that... We're not only saying, hey, buy a ticket, which of which there are fuck all, but just turn up. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a second sales pitch. We're, we're pitching to people who already have tickets. Mm. Turn up. Yep. Uh, that'd be great because it is going to be a very... I'm looking at the list of people who are going to be on now and it is very exciting. It is... Uh, we, we've gone a bit overboard with mm. how good it's going to be, I, I believe. two people. <laughs> <laughs> In advance, which is good for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a few days out as we're recording this. Yeah. But sorry, say that name again. Uh, Beck Ray. Beck Ray. Yeah. I like this name. It is... Yeah, this it's uh, it's a it's a little cartoon character, I think. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you you get dumped by Beck Ray, and it's uh, Beck X Ray. You know, oh, that's pretty good. There's something there is that a pun? Ah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, it's getting close. Unfortunately, to it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pun adjacent. Yeah, something. Um, it might not, mightn't even be good enough to be a pun. <laughs> wow, even the pun won't claim it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, it's like Hitler being like, it's not one of ours. Yeah, Cunt's yeah. a fucking psycho. Yes. Ray is a great last name. Though. It is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier Ray must be very tempting to, to give the name of, of, of a son. Ooh. So you, just so you can be X-Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be extremely tempting. Tempting to cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> tempting to, like you, like you said, adjacent, like a bully adjacent where you just go, Hey, I'm just I'm the parent. I'm not I'm not I'm not telling everyone to call this kid X-ray for his entire life. Mm. I'm just naming my son Xavier because Xavier's a nice name. I'm just giving you the tools. Yeah. I'm just doing this. I'm not I'm, I'm not, not saying bludgeon me to death. Yeah, I'm yeah. just handing you the club. Yes. I'm just making guns really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. and coming with free bullets. You do what you want once mm-hmm. you walk out of the shop. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's what's happening there Bell to Ray. this person that doesn't exist. But yes, Beck Ray is Beck the, Ray. Sorry, Beck Ray is the actual name of this person. Um, I wonder if they're any relation to Stan Ray. Uh, I I don't wonder that because I don't know what Stan Ray is. Clothing company. Still don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Is it good? They are good. Okay. Do they what look them of, up? I'm I'm looking them up right now. Stan Ray. They make they make nice pants. Um. You would have seen that little logo floating around. Uh, I, I really it doesn't ring a bell. Let me have a look. It's not Stan Ray's not even coming up as a logo. Stan Ray, nah, not really. Is it just going to a bunch of people's <laughs> LinkedIn profiles with that name? It's just going to some 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 shirts and some pants. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really ring a bell. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it does for Beck. Maybe she's like, "Yes, my mm. uncle." They shouted him out. Yeah, free advertising. Yep. Or maybe. Um, you know what? I'm going to look up. I'm going to now Google image Beck Ray just in case she has a array of a skirts. competing, yeah, competing clothing company. Yeah, yeah, Beck Ray. But no, that's not the case, unfortunately. Just the first thing that comes up when you Google Beck Ray is just people that aren't called that at all, but are Great. called something vaguely that, like Beck Anderson or Beck McGregor. Okay, which seems a little bit of a ripoff. Yeah, hmm. they got some of those have like one of the same letter. Yeah, but that's. Really, a stretch. Yeah, it's like it might be might be a name that has the least attached to it in terms of uh, accuracy. Yeah, there's literally no one called Beck Ray. Or there's no Ray. There is no so nothing. I'd be a bit pissed off. Whereas if you Google Carl Chandler, there's a lot of pictures of me there. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Beck Ray. At the point that we're just on Google Images, it's time to start winding this up. Well, the point we're, we're at Google Images and finding nothing yeah. is, the, is the point where you wrap yeah, it up. True. Yeah, true. Very true. Uh, yeah, I could live with it if, if some actual stuff was coming out of this. Hmm. But Well, you know what I like? I've just Google Image uh, Carl Chandler and uh, at the third... you know, Look, I'm in showbiz enough where there are pictures of me that are coming up. Mm-hmm. But what Fine. I do like is there is a there is a picture of, um, uh, like, on the third row of a gay couple called Carl and Chandler. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that what you were named after? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this couple that are quite clearly younger than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You changed your name yeah. in honour of them. I would say, and one of the couple does not look one million miles away from me as well, which okay. is quite confusing. All right. Yeah, that's odd. Um, and he's being spooned in this picture. Which must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, by a handsome young young man. Um, well, thanks, Beck. Thanks, Beck, for giving me that as my new home, po- home, uh, home screen. Just the idea of me being fucked by me. Yep. In a way. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, that's, that's me. Uh, all right. Thank you very much to everyone this week. Is that it? Yep, that's it. That's it. All right. Actually, I'm just looking at the clock. We've got time for one more. What fucking clock are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Two days before the comedy festival. What clock is this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like reverse early edition. Is yeah. this a week ago? We're, do- we're recording this early and I'm, I'm already feeling quite anxious because uh, I haven't had time to even write my to-do list today, which mm-hmm. shows how far behind fucking shit I am today. Uh, so, look, because of that, let's just do let's just do one more. Let's just do one more. What do you think, Tommy? Uh, thank you very much to Stripper Comedy. <laughs> no. That can't be it. 
That's you, you, what are you talking about? You don't even have the unplanned title alternator. How could that be the thing? Oh my god! That's that's. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. This is like the last thing that people are going to hear before we start the comedy <laughs> fest. What kind of advertisement for our skills is this? I d- it's not a good one, but not all ads. You know, sometimes there's really annoying there's bad ads. ads. Yeah, bad that's ads. true. And sometimes they're more effective you than need, good you're ads. You're right. I mean, we need to. This really makes the ad for Husey up the top of the show really pop. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh no, you're right. Actually, it's. What you you're actually right now that I've, I've the button got jammed. There yeah, for a okay, second. yeah, the button got jammed. Now that I've read it properly, mm-hmm. um, it, there is a stripper. There is a, a, another stripper that's advertised. Yeah, so it's uh, here we go. Thank you very much to patron subs- patron subscriber Chesty Comedy. Okay, thanks yep. Chesty Comedy. Down at thanks. the Comedy City. Yeah, stripper yep. stripper ranch. Down at um, down at the Spearmint Comedy. Yeah, Spearmint Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for supporting the show. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Get out and see a bunch of shit at the Comedy Festival. But especially us. Especially us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate.